Let's hope I don't mess this up. This is Black in the Black Times. It's Diddy's your boy. Blue coming to you straight from the stack of Hayward. Smoking out fam with that dank shit. On my far left, mixing up on the one and two is Kronos. Hey, so usually I don't ask for anything from listeners, but uh, if you happen to pray or just give good thoughts, send it my way and K's way, because we're going to go through some significant shit in the next couple days um, that might affect the podcast for the next week or so. So, uh, yeah, I'll explain it after things are done. Hopefully things will go okay, but yeah, it could be kind of shitty. There you go. All right, oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Uh, well, I was going to follow that with something completely different, but that was actually pretty kind of heavy. So, uh, sorry. I, mean, <laughs> I had to do, uh, I kind of wish Blue had to start with me, but I was going to say, you know, jump in the line. Rock your body on time. Okay. I believe, I believe you. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my intro. But uh, as you can tell, Prodigy isn't here. He's uh, on the run from Zuckerberg. He's got to get <laughs> <laid> off too. <laughs> more, more food is. I told him. Shout out. Shout out fire him. Oh, brother. He owes Zuck money. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Oh, man. My, He's like, he needs, yeah. to, get his, he needs to get his metaverse money. He's like, yo, I'm getting it from somebody. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh That's shit, Blue! Cool. You yeah, uh, the camera done died. Yeah, hopefully I don't drop off real quick. I'm gonna pause my camera. I'm having there we go. I have camera issues. Yeah, but oh, no. So, Chronos, you have some stats for us. I do have I the do stats. Have uh, listener of the week would be uh, Irwin. Thank you very much, Irwin, for listening. Definitely appreciate Steve it. Steve Irwin? Is that guy yeah, dead? Yeah, it's definitely not Steve yeah. Irwin. That's actually his name. It's actually, <laughs> the way it's spelled is maybe it's Irwan. I don't know. Um, it's E-R-W-A-N, so it could be Erwan. I could have fucked that all up. I won't say your last name, but you know how your name is spelled, so. <laughs> Shout and, out to you. Thank you very much for listening. And first in the chat is nobody yet, because, you know, we're on CP time, almost always. Sorry. I mean, but not I sorry. <laughs> you are, you should already know. Yeah, you already know. I already know. Hey, if we were a bigger podcast, uh, I would make more of an effort to be on time. 100%. If we were a bigger, if we were a bigger podcast, these episodes would be pre-recorded. No, I mean we still we're do a live ones. ones. Yeah, we still do a live. We'd have probably less live ones. We probably have more fanfare and more production value. Yeah, podcasts. I mean, hundred percent more production value. But we'd still do it live because people like the live stuff. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Oh yeah, no one is in there. Okay. Uh, blue. All right, Ona, you have some frothy out liquor for us, as far as you would say. Well, but let's let's, all... let's let's keep let's keep it classy. Let's, let's add a little bit of champagne to this mix. Oh, is that banana? Yeah, banana ramp or banana banana vert banana anniversary from other half. It, wait, is that a, what is that? Is that a liqueur? Is it's that a beer wine? by other half. That does not look like a beer. It looks like. A, I, yeah, I thought like, it was wine. Yeah, yeah it looks I like wine or like or like one of the uh, what's that shit? Alize. Oh, yeah, I'm not drinking Alize. Oh, so it's fifty percent alcohol though. I know. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. that's a wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a it's an imperial stout aged uh, sixteen to twenty four months in bourbon barrels with wild Thai banana coconut toasted coconut. Macadamia nuts and vanilla. This sounds good as fuck. I want to age it, but uh, I'm out of vodka and 
seltzer, so I'm drinking one of my good beers. Okay. I gotta look this up, see if I can find this. Uh, no, banana uh, Rama, right? Banana Versary from Other Half. Banana Versary. All right, Conan, right. you have some stats while I look this up. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna, I guess, uh, I guess I'm gonna go with Blue's suggestion. I'm gonna put Frost from Champagne then for the one, the only Harry Belafonte, born Harold George Belafonte Jr. Uh, he was a singer, actor, and activist who basically made Calypso music popular with international audiences in the 1950s. Uh, Belafonte has an EGOT as a project loves to like coin, uh, which is, a, for those of you who don't know, it's an Emmy, a Golden Globe, an Oscar, and a Tony Award. <clears throat> uh, however, the Oscar he won was an honorary award. and It was a, I guess what they call a non-competitive Oscar, but he still got one. Um, with his album Calypso, which came out in the 1950s, he was the first million-selling LP uh, artist at that time. Uh, single artist at the time. Damn. Uh, his mega hit, the Banana Boat song Deo, is still played to to this day. Uh, for you young folks out there, the song is used during the dinner scene in the movie Beetlejuice. And also... Oh, yeah. fart. And also, the song Jump the Line, Shake Sonora, which is also used at the end of the film. Both of those are Bella Fonda songs. So, the the song, that that Deo song, wait, is it called Deo? Yeah, it's called Banana Boat, but it is Yeah, that song is actually super dark. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's about basically... Working. Yeah, working and being exploited from Mm -hmm. working in a banana farm. Yeah, Yeah. getting getting paid very little and working all day. Literally working... 12 hours or more peeling, getting bananas pretty yeah. much. And I, then like uh, the black tarantula part, I think we probably talked about this on the past before, but like, yeah, there's like a, there's a spider that you can, that can be found inside of uh well, bananas. So you gotta be careful. Hold on, hold on, if they bite you, it's not they just you a, any kind of spider. It's a fucking tarantula. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a fucking tarantula. But like, yeah, apparently I, I believe this is true. I think I looked this up before, but yeah, if this vampire, vampire, if this spider bites you, you can have an erection for more than four hours. Four hours, yeah. yeah. But then usually, if you don't get it treated, apparently you die. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes, Does very your dick explode. Is that what happens? Uh, I think all the blood goes dick to explosion? your dick, and like I don't know if it explodes, but maybe like you can't take the the blue balls, and so your balls explode. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, like a shitty situation. It does. I mean, tr- who fucks really with tarantulas if you keep them as pets? Which I do not. I know people that do, but I don't know why you would. Anyway, uh, Belafonte becoming he became an even bigger hit or a huge hit when he starred in the film adaptation of the Broadway musical Carmen Jones. Uh, during the Civil Rights Movement, he became a close friend of uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who often retired to Belafonte's. Uh, New York apartment to talk strategy or escape the pressures of leading the civil rights movement. Uh, in 1964, Belafonte and Sidney Portier were traveling to Mississippi to deliver a doctor's bag full of uh, $70,000 to support voter registration in Mississippi. On the way there, Belafonte says they were sh- chased and shot at by the Ku Klux Klan, but they managed to hand deliver the money anyway, even getting yeah. shot at. Uh, in his eyes, in Belafonte's eyes, 
the civil rights movement was a global fight, and he led a campaign against apartheid in South Africa. He also befriended Nelson Mandela. He mobilized support for the fight against HIV and AIDS and became a UNICEF goodwill ambassador. He also came up with the idea for recording the 1985 hit, We Are the World, by Qu- from Quincy Jones, which assembled a, consulate, or a huge group of pop and rock stars, including Bob Dylan, Michael Jackson, and Bruce Springsteen, among a few. There's like literally 50 stars on that song. Uh, this was to raise money for famine relief in Africa, and also, I thought it was for HIV, but also, I guess, famine. Uh, he even, <laughs> but also, he even, yeah, serious too. It is. Uh, he even spoke out against prominent actors uh, like Beyonce and, and Jay-Z for not having bolder social stance. He even criticized then-Senator Barack Obama before he even got elected. Uh, Belafonte died of congenial heart failure at the age of 96. Congenital or congenial? Congenial, sorry. Huh. I missed, no, sorry. no, no, I was asking. I, I misheard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was 96. He almost lived a full century, very similar to Betty White. But his list of accomplishments goes on and on. I wouldn't take up the whole podcast, but he had a huge list of stuff. He was very vocal, especially with civil rights. But he continued to make music and act. In fact, his last on-screen performance was in Black Klansman, which I, uh, which Cronus got at a White Elephant Elephant yeah, great movie. party. We yeah, because I bought it and I put it in. I didn't know who was going to get it. I thought uh, Prodigy was going to end up with it, but still, I still didn't get a chance to see it because that's one of uh, Spike Lee's like one one of his many decorated films, and I didn't know Harry Belafonte was in. It. I got to watch, definitely watch. It. Yeah, he's kind of a. I mean, obviously, he's a prolific actor, but that came basically before our. Oh, I'm sorry, me and Blue's age. Not old, <laughs> yeah. not old Ninja. Get it right. I think they were roommates yeah. at some point. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I I definitely didn't know that he wrote that Banana Boat song. Um, you know that was him. I didn't know that was him. Which is a it's a great song, but it, like I said, you know before it's it's about you know really labor rights. Like when he's so, talking yeah. about you know lifting six foot, seven foot, eight foot. It's like lifting that many fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like for a tally man to come tally his bananas. It's it like honestly go back and listen to the song. And then understand this is like a real person complaining about actual labor disputes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then you'll understand the context. What's funny to me is I knew he did the Banana Boat song, but I didn't know he did the Jump Sonora song. Oh, that song, yeah. I didn't know. So I knew he did the Banana Boat song because in like they adapted that like part into a film hmm. where he's in like the, I forgot what movie it is, but it's like, it's either a film or a video, but he's in it where he's doing that kind of labor. But yeah. he's smiling while doing it, even though, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be a happy video. But... I mean, you have to do it back then, you know? Yeah, I mean, but right. to, to be fair, it was his most popular song at the time, and he was making millions at the time, so. Yeah, yeah I think, oh, of, like, you know, him and, like, Sidney Poitier, and there's a whole bunch of, like, you know, older, well, I guess, not deceased, uh, black actors. Oh, Michelle um, Nichols? Yeah, Another? that really, you know, pushed the envelope. For, for black actors, and I think that the vast majority of Americans, even the world, uh, I don't think that his name is really a household name, and hopefully uh, it will now after his death, which is kind of sad, but yeah, he seemed like a really good dude. So Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> because he's not here, I'm going to say it, in honor of Prodigy, his daughter is fine as fuck. Uh, <laughs> Sherry, 
Sherry Belafonte. Because <laughs> she's a model, but she's hell. She's super fucking blind. Even in you her age, she's still pretty attractive. Phil's daughter is really hot. That like that like I didn't know it was his daughter. It's uh, Chong uh, from Chichi Chong. His daughter. Oh, uh, she's oh, wait, you, hold on. You didn't know Radon Chong was his daughter. I did not know. Like I probably was like a couple of years ago. I learned that that, really? that was his daughter. Oh my! I didn't God. know. I didn't know. I didn't even know Chug was Asian. I thought he was Mexican. This whole fucking she's time. Part, and she, she's black chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Radon Chung bad as hell too. I mean, I don't know what she looks like now, but back then, oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to legendary Helloboyfante. I mean, it's funny because like everyone knows those two songs from Beetlejuice. If you don't know who he was. Those songs will still get you jumping around. Especially yeah, Jump Fly. A, it's a really good song. Dude, he had a long list of fucking... He had a bunch of albums. I yeah. told you. I don't want to take it to my... He did a like, lot damn. of shit. He put on a oh, lot of like, shit. He did a lot one. of... Action. He did a lot of things in his... He wasn't... He didn't just sit back. Either he was speaking to crowds about injustice, usually uh, racial injustice... Or he's making music or starring in movies. He was always doing something. I did not know this is Ray Don Chong was was Chong's daughter. You didn't know that either? No. You know that? Really? Yeah, see? See what I'm talking about? <laughs> not at all. I thought everybody knew, I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, she was in fucking Commando. Oh, wait. We got... Yes, yes, yes. Somebody just donated us. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, oh, one sec. There was a donation awesome. in here. And it was from oh, my Lord. Once again. Thank there you very you much. What, what, oh, appreciate it, man. Chat. Yeah, yeah, super well, chat. Uh, <laughs> Wait, neither of you knew that Radon Chong was Tommy Chong's daughter? No, I didn't. Nope. Re- real quick, though. Hey, if we get enough super chats, we'll be on time more often. I'm just saying. Incentives. Hey, you know what? That's I, I'm with it. <laughs> so, damn, none of, y'all, none of y'all knew that shit? Well, I mean, honestly, like, this is... She was in fucking Commando, man, so... Uh, <laughs> She is. I remember, I remember her like, face from Commando. She's like a, she's a, you know, an older lady now. I mean, she's she born in '61, so. But she's in. Y'all never seen uh 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 the movie where where Homeboy becomes a uh, Soul Man or Homeboy yeah, becomes yeah. Like, yeah. She, she, she doesn't look yeah. like Song. No, I mean she's she's at least four shades darker than her dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's what but we it's... like to call black. Passing. <laughs> 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 you know, it's not no. She is more than black. Pastor, she's definitely black. Yeah, but, but still, I knew. Like, I found out huh. after Soul Man that that because I think her dad shows up in um one of the when there's like either a commercial or a movie that they're in together. But she's in Beach Street, like one of the quintessential breakdancing films. She's in that movie. This is so weird. So like, so obviously he has two daughters that look, you know, black, and then there's one daughter named Precious Chong. She looks super white. What? So yeah, them's genetics. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's got blonde yeah. hair. I think she even has blue or green eyes. Yeah, green eyes, and that's that's his daughter. Oh, maybe before his. I don't know, but I think. Oh, she, I, don't, have, I don't know. They all have the same mom. Uh, uh, it's it's Chuck Vicks, or is he full? Is he full Chinese? Actually, is he Chinese or is he? I don't think Chinese. What is Chinese? What is Chong? He's what Canadian. Is what is a Chong? Uh, <laughs> that sounds super basic. 
Holy shit. I thought, but, it, was, uh, I thought it was ethnically, I believe he was a stoner. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. He's actually 100%. Canadian. That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, he was Canadian. I was like, he's Canadian? But Cheech Marin is not from Canada. Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong and Radon Chong. Radon Chong is dark as hell. He might be darker than some of y'all. He's Scottish, Irish, and Chinese immigrant. There you go, he's mixed. Yeah, he's mixed. Oh, I see Precious Chong. Precious Chong looks like Annie Wershing. <laughs> yeah, she looks Holy like shit. Yeah, Holy it's, shit. it's where we see his other daughters, so Holy uh, shit. Yeah, that's that's she genetics for you. Not look like she has to have a different mom. Has to. There's no way. Uh, you married twice. So okay. maybe. Maybe. No, I'm pretty sure it was from uh, Shelby because, you know, because she was born. Actually, no, maybe not. I could be incorrect. Max, because his other wife, Maxine Sneed, apparently that was his yeah. darker. Radon Chong, bad shell. She may be a little gray now, but uh, she can. I mean, I mean you're, you're an ageless man, so you know. Yeah, I know. I already know. <laughs> oh. She, she's still a baby. Who you about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, so, uh, where should we get to? We just kind of hit the ground running. So actually, here. We're just since, Go ahead. Since, we're, since we're talking about music, there is something I, I came across recently, and it's been kind of fucking with my head. Uh, I'm trying to find the name of the song. But you guys know the song that goes like, how does it go? Let's see if I can do this right. Um... Oh, fuck, I can't get how it goes. Like, dun 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 dun. Chariots of Fire. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. So there's that song, right? Well, apparently, what what's what other song does that sound like? Because to me, there's a very childish song. <laughs> yeah, it's called on top of on top of spaghetti on yeah. top of cheese. <laughs> so like, so there was a there was a TikToker. She oh like God, played that song. Like, asking, she's asking people. <laughs> she was asking people like, hey, what song is this? But she was looking for the what was it the Cobbler of Fire? Yeah. But like I, I commented and said, that's 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 I lost that's the old um, spaghetti song. Spaghetti couple yeah, the spaghetti song. The spaghetti so I did a little research. Before, the spaghetti song before uh, Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> before before Eminem made spaghetti popular. Yeah. But oh um so I, I did a little research and actually uh on top of spaghetti is a parody of on top of old spooky. With another song on top of old smokey, huh. all covered with snow, mm. and some other part. But like, so that song, that song came out in like nineteen, like nineteen fifties or maybe nineteen forty ish era, and the Goblet of Fire came out like after that. Until the creators of old smokey, uh, you mean chariot, 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 yeah, chariot of fire, yeah, so they Harry Potter, they sued them for like copy or for parallel. Uh, Oh, fuck. What's oh, the company of work? Plagiarism. Yeah, thank you. So they're still in them for that. I'm like, yo, like this is crazy. Like, like I, well, I went back and listened to the the Goblet of Fire and Fire. He did that I went back and listened to it. I was like, dude, this like th- 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 these people should have won because like I, even while I was here now, I was like, yo, that's 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 old Smokey and fucking. Uh, the spaghetti song, like holy shit, like this is crazy. But like, I just think I just think it's funny how like 
you think one song is this way, but then it turns out to be like an older song, just kind of slowed down a little bit. And like there's a bunch of controversy about like other songs being copyrighted lady, like like nowadays, like a lot of songs are like people use that music all the time, especially like back in like the nineties we had Puffy who was using everybody's fucking music for his own. But well, I just thought it was just, funny. I just wanted to be on a podcast. It wasn't just Puffy, it was it like the, this, yeah. the beginnings of hip hop was was heavily heavy sampling from, you know, the last generation of music of of black uh, music. If you look at like the listen to the old Dr. Dre, and you'll like hear him heavily sampling, um, like a lot of you know, previous generation music. Like uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some fucking examples. I can't think of shit right now. I know like four. Oh, well, some of I them like that, some of them weren't that old because you sampled uh, Roger from Roger and Zap. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna so, say that they weren't Roger that old, but he still sampled. But even like. But he, he got like, Roger like, to be in his to do the music for him and be in the video before he was shot. But even like like Stoop Dog and Will Smith and like a lot of deep like rappers of that era sample songs from stuff from early like even Empty Hammer, Empty Hammer and Ice Vanilla Ice they used um oh, what song did they use for Hammer Time? Oh, under pressure. pressure. Yeah, under pressure between, between Queen the Queen and yeah. David Bowie. Queen mm-hmm. and David Bowie. Yeah, but you know, Vanilla Ice had to do the white thing. Try to lie about it. And say, like, oh, no, I put the extra doon, 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 doon. It's like, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing. Get the fuck out of here. But, yeah, but, yeah that's very yeah. funny. I mean, there's a lot of right. stuff. So, uh, I know a lot of people are fans, or there's a huge sect of people that tend to be Hakuzoid that really like um, shit. Uh, Florence and the Machine. There we go. Yeah. So Florence and the Machine, their big hit. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, some, they had a bunch. Yeah, but their their big hit was an old, an old like gospel hymn that was recorded by another artist, mm. like in like the fifties or the early. Dog days are over. That's one of the main ones. Yeah. Dog, yeah. Oh, no, not Dog Days Are Over. Before that. Before or no. Uh, no, not before that. One after that. The. Um, Oh, was it? No, it's not Dodgers. It's so that sometimes I feel like because uh, it's basically a gospel hymn. But it's just re-sang by by them. Hmm. Uh, hang on, I can pull. I can pull it up. I'm trying right. to look as you were talking. So, oh yeah, <laughs> man, I just I just look at Chung's daughter. I just <laughs> damn, what the hell? How is she? How is she <laughs> <has> red hair? <laughs> oh, you've got the love. There it is. Oh, this name is yeah. You've got the love is an old like gospel hymn. But it's not by Horse Machine. I actually I used to know the old artist a while ago. But it's like from I want to say it's from old like Motown records. Well, it's like uh, what's this guy's name? It it's is it Ed Sheeran? Yeah, Ed Sheeran. It's, He's getting yeah. sued right now. He's in court right now for uh, Marvin Gaye. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Possible, you know, rip off. I mean, like right when I heard that song, it was like. Let's even let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. It's like, dude, like you know, you're sampling his music and stuff. Like, yeah, just I mean, honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna sample somebody, just just pay him. I mean, fucking Puff Daddy yeah. recently just talked about how much he had to pay. Is it? Oh, it Sting. Sting or yeah, yeah, he has to pay Sting like two thousand a day. It's, I think it's five thousand a day. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's five thousand a day for it's been like uh, like about twenty fucking years, dude. Yeah. I think they said like it estimated about like like. I don't know, like three point five billion or not billions, but million dollars. I mean, because it, it literally yeah, like usually 
It'd be like, that's a lot, but it literally just took the entire fuck. It's the entire song, like the entire beat, mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. transposed it into his song. So in that case, yeah, I mean, because he didn't come up with a real song. I mean, like, yeah, there's new lyrics on it, but it took all the shit that he already created and he just put shit on top of it. So, like, I get that. And it, it sold a gajillion records, you know? Mm-hmm. So all that money Daddy, back, gotta he, pay to someone else. He pays that money and dies. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no fucking cap. <laughs> like, goddamn. It's funny. Imagine because... that. Just every yeah. every fucking day, you just get twelve dollars just into your pocket. Yeah, but do you, <laughs> like, I, I, but think about the amount of money that he made off that song, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure he's still or, in the green. <laughs> or continues to make from the song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still getting paid. The thing is, uh, Sting performed with Puff Daddy on stage during like an MTV performance, even after the song was out. So. I still find that kind of strange and humorous. So on uh, on the New York Post have the the total that he's paid to date, uh, at least up to April sixth, because it's it's been twenty days since then. So that's got another what? It's been twenty days, two thousand. You got to add an extra forty thousand dollars to this total, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is, they estimated it to be. Oh, shit, I just saw it. He has. Paid him forty-seven point four million dollars to date for his. For and I'm lyrics. sure he's made more than that off that song. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but Damn. that's that's fucking nuts. It's a lot of money. One, that is a lot of money. All right, All right. let's get to some he, some he geeky like stuff. Elvis and just like not paid anybody, ripped off entire songs. I'm just saying. For mm. reals, you don't get the people for dues. Yeah. All right. Where are we going? <laughs> uh, Blue has something queued up. What are you talking about, Blue? Um. Well, I just threw this on the list, but uh. So have you guys watched the new Power Ranger Always and Forever? I mean, no, no. And Always. I think it's called. No. It looked. On no. Netflix. It looked like sadness to me. Don't watch it. <laughs> you know, whatever you do, do not do not watch this fucking show. It is boo-boo garbage. The acting's bad. The story is bad. Like there's a bunch of fucking like. Like, if you go watching Power Rangers, like, you know certain events happen, especially with, like, the movies. Like, it's, a lot of it's not, like, canon. And, like, it's kind of sad because, like, I would say, you know that two of the Power Rangers have passed away. We lost Tommy and, uh, Kini, I think his name was, the yeah. yellow Power Ranger. Oh. Who, she was from the Bay Area, YI. Um, yeah, we lost her, like, a while ago. So she, those two are gone. But then, like, the actress who played Rita Repulsa, she passed away, too. So, They're like, they had, Rita. like, what? The original Rita, because she got replaced. Oh, well, yeah. But, like, they used, like, a, a robot version of her or whatever. It, it just didn't make any goddamn sense. Like, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was really bad. And, like, there were certain parts that were real creepy because, like, uh, uh, Judy had a daughter, and, like, her history, like, like her and the, the other two older Power Rangers was very fucking weird, like, very uncomfortable. It's like, where's, where's her fucking father? For one of the things, like they don't like they don't talk about her father. Just talk about how her mother died, and it was it was just bad. And like, it just didn't make any sense. Fucking for, like one thing, that, one issue I have with it is that they had the Green Power Ranger in it, but we know that Tommy lost the power of the Green Ranger, so he became the White Ranger. So why dead. is the Green Ranger? And then, oh, I mean, obviously he's dead, but yeah, it just it didn't make any sense. Like it and like. The, all the characters are, like, kind of out of shape and fat, and, like, when they turn to Power Rangers, they're, like, super slim and fit. 
Which I mean, I kind of, it's kind of, kind of funny. Like you know, once you do get your power and your powers, like you, like Billy Batson, like he's he's a child, but then he gets he uses Shazam's power, he becomes like super powered, muscly, and all that stuff. So that didn't really bother me too much. But like, just the man, just the acting and like a lot of the stuff was outdated. They cut, they try to use like old ghosts that just weren't like flying. They like lie too heavily on like nostalgia, which wasn't really fucking helping because like you know this day and age, it's I don't know, it just it just wasn't great. And then like they brought in like the oh, the replace Power Rangers, and that that didn't even make sense. Like you know, if the old Power Rangers are back and like how could you still have like their ability? It it was I was it was dumb. It was dumb. Don't waste your time. I mean, watch it if you want to see how bad it is. It's only like I think it's like fifty minutes long, so it's not that long of a watch, but. It's, is it even is it even a movie? Or is it? No, it's not. I mean, technically, it's not. A, I feel like it's like a an episode, but yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, what it's if it great. is? What if it was an episode, or is it a movie? No, I think this is just a one and done type deal. It's supposed to be a movie, but I think it's more like an episode, maybe like a a weekend afternoon special Power Ranger two double feature type of deal. But yeah, yeah do yourself a favor, stay away from this movie. It's very very bad. I mean, you can always watch it for fun and see what you think about it and get back to us and let me know. Like, hey, yo, Blue, I thought it was good. I'd be like, you you, you must be drunk or high. That's the only <laughs> way that would made it better. That's, I figured that's probably the only way that people are uh, watching this movie. Dude, like, like, there's one scene where, like, the girl, she's, like, doing, like, kung fu practice. See, like, you know how, like, the, the, the normal montage where, like, the person's running and they do, like, kung fu stuff here and there. Like, when she does it, it's, like, random. Like she's running, she does like a flip, and she starts like going like, ah! it's like, why? Like, who? Like, it's, I just didn't make any sense. It was, it was super fucking annoying. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. What? Uh, we like, guys, take it if you want, but yeah, just stay away if you can. Probably not blue. I was never a huge Power Ranger, even though I did pay to see the the one with uh. Old girl Naomi. Uh, oh, the, the recent remake. The most recent one, yeah, because uh, I had to see with homegirls. The new Peak Ranger. It, she bad. Even had, even had homeboy from um, from um, oh, what's doing that? From Stranger Things, right? The 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 pool boy who was like smashing on the moms. Was he the Red Ranger in the remake oh, movie? I don't remember. I just remember the Pink Ranger. That's all I focused on. Oh, and the Yellow Ranger. She was because uh, the re- Yellow Ranger is Becky G. I didn't know who she was. Apparently she was a huge pop star, <laughs> or she is a huge pop star. She's still a pop Honestly. star. Yeah, I have no idea who she was. So, if, do just, yourself a favor and look up. Uh, oh my god, there's a Power Rangers fan made that's on YouTube. That's is, is probably like a thousand by, times better. The one by Joseph Kahn? I don't know who it's by, but it's the one that's very dark. Where like uh, they're yeah. they're trying to find uh, the Green Ranger and like fucking. Old Power Ranger being fucking murdered off and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one with Joseph Kahn. Yeah, that's that the one. Really it's like good, fifteen. Right? That's the one that has James Vanderbeek, Katie Sackoff as the Pink Ranger. Um, I don't know who the Black Ranger. Is. I don't know that actor, but things go crazy. So There's, an uncensored <laughs> There's an uncensored version as well. Oh uh, yeah, and they bring back what the original re- uh, the the Rita Repulsa that survived. They bring her into it. It's like 15 minutes, and it's like in the future where, like, um, one of those, I forget which faction, but they win. They actually beat the Rangers, and they go into, like, basically retirement or hiding. It's pretty, it was pretty intense. Like, for 15 yeah, they, minutes, it was, really, it was really intense. 
So yeah, the guy from uh from Power Rangers who played the Red Ranger, he he is the the pool guy from Stranger Things. I played the um, Mel's older brother. That fucking guy. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, sure. Wait, he also played. Oh no, he's he's an Elvis as well as Steve Binder. Oh, no idea. I just know that uh, I was in news that old no Naomi was Pink Ranger, so I cared about when I saw it. It was actually okay. Movie was alright. I didn't mind it too yeah. much. And there's a I cameo. It was hot as a Green Ranger. Yeah. Or no, uh, I thought what's name was hot as uh, Rita. With her like. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Like, yeah, she Elizabeth was doing something for me. She was, she was, because uh, she was the original Green Ranger. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. Based on their storyline. Yeah, and they, they, have a, they have a Tommy, but you never see him. They mention him by name, but he doesn't show up. So I was like, oh. So it hints that there's supposed to be a sequel, but there never was. There you go. Interesting. So there's that. Uh, Cronus. Did you manage to finally fin- Did you manage to finish Picard? Because Picard ended. I mean, it ended? Yeah, Picard season three ended. Yes, I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it drinking some goddamn... Star Trek wines. I'm just saying. All, said, maybe they should uh, sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish all of that shit? No, not not all of it. No, I mean, Jesus I'm Christ, that's the line. I'm about, like three hundred dollars of wine. Well, yeah, dude. I was like, God dang. I mean, I could, but also, you know, I want to live for a while <laughs> longer. So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, um, honestly, it's the it, for me, it's been the best Star Trek series. Um, Ever, but it's because you know I've the the next generation has a special place in my heart because that's what introduced what well, didn't really introduce me. That's where I fell in love with Star Trek was the next generation. So, um, and then seeing all these you know actors and storylines and plot lines and all this shit come back full circle, I think they did a really good job of like kind of wrapping up loose ends and also leaving some you know breadcrumbs to a possible new series, which I think is going to be Star Trek Legacy. Hopefully, we'll see. Um, yeah, I really... It, it's funny because, like, people were... I was reading, like, the reviews of this, the three seasons of Picard, and I liked them all. And yes, um, this last season was better than the other ones, but um, some of the other ones, I guess, got kind of bad reviews. Mm. And I was just like, I, I liked them all. Uh, um, I, I know season... I know season two... Had a lot of people kind of split. That's the one with Girardi, right? That's the one. Well, season season one and two, but that, that one had a few specifically. Yeah, I, so. I like that one a lot because because it had it had Q. Maybe it's just because I don't know. Obviously, they're people are not going to understand like some of the historical shit about the show. Maybe that's where they kind of lost the the plot with some people. Possibly, and like I know a lot of people, especially like. I don't want to say diehard, but maybe ones that were with the next generation from the beginning, mm-hmm. they're kind of tired of time travel. And it's heavy, heavily said uh, time travel. Yeah, that's like, true. They go to the 22nd century. So it was pretty interesting because they're like, they're be- they talk about how they're in- it's not World War Three yet. They're getting closer. And like, they kind of mimics like there's a lot of like crazy kind of like, um, Gestapo, almost like L.A., almost not quite. But. 
I, yeah, so that argument, I, I can I sort of understand, but also it's like the, there's been tra- time travel in Star Trek from like every the time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that's like every issue. People, I, I don't know what people were thinking, but every Star Trek series from Enterprise to Picard will feature some kind of time traveling, even even Discovery. The, um, the only one that hasn't yet is uh, Strange New Worlds. And I'm pretty sure season two, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> season two starts of June 15th or some bullshit. Yeah. I bet you they're they're going to like 1920s or some bullshit. Actually, no, it's in the trailer. They are going back in time. So, yeah, there, there you, you go. go. And like it's it, to me, it's like a, it's a Star Trek staple of uh, yeah, exactly. time. I mean, just like look at like the, you know, the original movies like they I mean, they went back in time. So they, they had to go back, back and time. use fucking well sounds to save some fucking oh, save Earth. I mean, twice. come on. They go back in time twice. Yeah, yeah. Go back to save the wells, and they go back to save Earth after the fallout of World War Three because of the so board. even a new movie has the time traveling. Like the last two that came out, like we had oh, yeah, uh, right fucking yeah. what's thing come from the past to the future. Like, yeah. are yeah, you yeah, Spock, the past? Like Spock, Spock goes back like forty years into the past. He doesn't go too far back. He just goes back to a young version of him and Kirk. That's yeah. how they reboot Star Trek uh, 2009. So, yeah, they go back in time again. Yeah, it's a staple. I just think that it's funny, you know, some fans, uh, you know, obviously this can happen to me as well. Like, I, you know, you might lose the plot on the thing that you love or at least you used to love because it changed a little bit. But then you complain about shit that has always been there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. you, you can't really do that. Um I mean, you can, but you just seem like a fucking clown to me, anyway. I uh, do this to start Star Wars fans all the time. I mean, the difference is there's not a lot of live action comparison, but there's a shit ton of books, comics, and games that feature stuff that's in the sequels, and they don't want to accept it for whatever reason. I'm like, hold on, you were introduced to this in what you consider to be canon, and now you're confronted with it in live action. Now it's bullshit. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're picking, choosing to be angry over shit that you should know already exists within the world. So, kind of weird to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, fandoms are, are are interesting on what they pick apart because you know, like I said, I'm I'm part of a lot of fandoms and I do I'm I'm sort of critical on some other things, but uh, this one, uh, yeah, I don't I don't get. But it's okay. I mean, there's different opinions. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm normally pretty critical, especially of Star Wars and Star Trek. But this one, I had two. I only had two gripes, only because I wanted to see it. But it doesn't take away what's already been done. And it's not something like, oh, this needed to be here, or else this thing was not going to work. It's it's more like this would have been nice to have. But even though we don't have it, this still works out really well. So, like, I wanted to see Data meet his like children. I think that would have been really cool. What he meets yeah. uh, the 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 Doge twins. Uh, I think she goes by Doge now. But Wait, Doge like, Academy? No, she <laughs> she goes by Doge, which is short for something. It's like an acronym or some shit. Doge, but, Doge. Yeah. No, she was hot too, wasn't she? If I remember correctly. She's, yeah, she's she's pretty hot, and uh, she's in season one and season two, but nowhere seen in season three at all. And then the same thing with the Romulan kid, the first Romulan to be in Starfleet. And like he's a badass. He he has dual wields. He dual wields blades to cut motherfuckers. And he's nowhere in it. Instead, we get Worf, which I highly, highly, highly like better. 
but he's nowhere near season three. I'm hoping. So what has been announced is Star Trek Academy. So- Soji is her name. Yes, Soji. The other one was Doge. Doge dies. Soji. Soji lives. So I was hoping was she that like a coin. Her. No, she's been. She like she's, she's got the Doja coin. No, <laughs> she's like a. She's an android, dude. She's she's one of those like. Is this AI or real? Does she have a real Punani or is it like ones and zeros? <laughs> oh god damn it! You know, when I comment now, I'm like, oh, somebody's hot. And then I look up like how old she is. She's twenty four. It's like she's still. Even she's if I was single, still... it's far too young. No, not really. She's old enough to drink, and she's old enough to rent a car. So. I'm 43, bro. Like that's. I mean, so. that age is far too young for me. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's like a year or two older than your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even worth me. When you put it like that. Yeah. Once you have kids, it gets it gets really fucking weird. Yeah, when it comes to like uh, women's ages. Oh, uh, can you imagine? Dating one of your daughter's friends? That's no, kinda... I can't. That'd be fucking oh. gross. <laughs> I mean, they're. Is she twenty one now? Is she she turns twenty one this year. Oh Mildest, shit! Yeah. Woo, are, are you gonna be? You could be a perv and date your your wife's stepdaughter. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Uh, AKA Morgan Freeman. No, no, oh, that's all bad. <laughs> We're back to. Picard, I think they really ended yes. on a high note. And uh, the, if you stayed for the Easter egg at the end or for the end credit scene, you get another treat. And hopefully the semblance of another new series. So if we get, we're getting, instead of the Michelle Yeoh Section 31 series, it'll be a Paramount Plus movie event starring her, which which I still like. I was hoping for a series, but so we're going to get that, so it's going to be a one-off. But if we get two more Star Wars or Star Trek series, I'm going to be happy with that too. Especially with the era of seeing a Captain Seven and like all of her stuff, all of her um, Voyager drama kind of comes back. That'd be, I think, that'd be interesting. So there's a lot of stories that could be told, and they know it. And I think after this last season of Picard, they they know they have like they're sitting on a gold mine, a treasure trove of stories that are there. We didn't see Wesley this season, even though. I thought he was chewing. He came in last season, but he wasn't here for this one. Uh, I guess he explains why. There's an article why he didn't show up. So uh, there's a lot of shit to, that could be had. I'm hoping oh, that uh, we get to is see. The series, is the series over or is there going to be like another season? I mean, it's, it's, it's over. It's it's over. They, they wrapped it, but there's like a lot of shit that is not. Still open. Yeah. yeah. Like answers, the... and, uh, answers unanswered. Or questions unanswered. Yeah, like the, yeah, I want to know what happens to Jurati. Like the she's the new Borg queen. Um, oh yeah, and yeah, and there's like a lot of stuff like at the end of like the after at the after credits where like they allude to like more stuff going on, which is like, there's a lot of stuff. On. So I hope that they is. you know resurrect the Enterprise D and they do mm-hmm. Star Trek Legacy and they you know I don't think they I I think they should like they do like they did kind of what we saw. So when the season finale, series finale, we get to see like the fleets, and I would like I wouldn't mind seeing different crews on different um, ships. But I what I really want to see is what the fuck happened to everyone on on DS Nine. Like yeah, we don't I was know. Gonna say, where's the defiance? Yeah, where's the defiance? <laughs> I mean, we see defiance class yeah. ships. But we don't see any of the crew. We don't see Kira. We don't see like anyone else from like I know that um, Renee. I can't pronounce the last name, but he passed away last year. 
so we can't use him. But they're but still you have like one of the, the best black dads ever, like on the show. Yeah. Yep. Cisco. I mean, Cisco is still his absence is still kind of unresolved. Yes, I know. Those of you who are screaming at the screen, I know about the comic. I saw the first page of the comic. Cisco comes back in the comics, and it's like his first his first rendition is out. I think this week or next week. Something something really soon. So I saw that there's a digital version we can read. Like I did not know. I'll have to like add it onto my list. Yeah, there's like the first five pages is about Cisco coming back. So he comes out of the wormhole and a whole new saga begins or whatnot. So I'm like, we could have had that live action. And there's still stories like that that could be told live action. So I wouldn't mind seeing that. I do want to see the Section 31 because I really think that's a very interesting um, aspect of the of the lore even though we don't see much of like the other clandestines like we don't see the obsidian order or um the tall shiar really per se but i think it's gonna be interesting to see section 31 and especially with um michelle yo at the helm like i'm i'm really all about it yeah i mean you know i'm a huge star trek fan so it's like people that they don't get Star Trek, it's like, uh, think about the way that humans should be. Like, we should be super mm-hmm. egalitarian, right? We should be covering everybody else, everybody's, like, basic needs. And people, mm-hmm. I think that the, today it's kind of hard to, I'm surprised that it's even popular today because there's, like, this huge push that seems like it's a majority of people, but it's really not of these people that believe in like individualism and socialism is bad, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at actual Star Trek, like the way that their actual economy runs, it's a super socialist economy. Literally nobody makes money. No, like they all money, money doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist. The only reason why we have any sorts of like trading monetary value is with other species that like Latinum and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. But every human's basic needs are met, and or, yep, or or, or anyone else within the federation. There, yeah. It, if you're accepted, the resource we give is knowledge and technology. Yeah, that's what you get. That's and what we're we striving for. <laughs> yeah, and to help your society reach the stars. So every, uh, uh, Picard talks about it in first card, first contact. Everyone works together for the advancement of the human race. That's what we do. So he's all he tells her money is gone. I think for Gene Roddenberry back in the day, that was very what we would call today woke. Well, it's you know, they'll call it socialism or or communism, but it's just like, but if you didn't didn't need to like run this grind every day, like why the fuck would you want to? Like, yeah, honestly, I mean, what we did before is every people you basically do what you love, yeah, in that universe. And if you don't like it, you do something else. But most people are kind of, I don't know how they do it. They don't really explain, but you are you are pitted to do what you like. And everyone is happy because that's what they do. Even even in DS9, Cisco's father runs a bar in Louisiana. Even though they don't have money, he still enjoys the bar because the bar is part of their family legacy, and he enjoys it. And that's what he wanted to do. So I mean, that's my ideal society. Is like getting to that level of like where you don't need money anymore, and like all your shit is just you're taken care of because you're you're literally you're contributing into the same society that you're taking 
things from. from? It's just, it from. should be cyclical, right? Yeah, yeah, it should be, but no. Not, I mean, not now because people are just—they're so fucking. People are fucking dumb. They're—they're they're yeah. so dumb, and they're just—they don't—they don't, they don't want to, you know. They don't believe in like social programs, even though like the most popular programs in America are social programs, like you know, Medicare, yeah. Medicaid, fucking Social Security, shit like that. Like, if you just keep mm. expanding these, people could just be way happier. You know, it's like yes, I understand it costs money, but you know, we're all paying taxes, so why wouldn't you want to get the most? back from the taxes that you're paying and then you have these other people that are like you know they're saying that you know people like certain politicians they'll say that oh you know they're, they're trying to buy votes it's like what are they buying votes with their own fucking like people's own fucking money it's like yes you should assume that the taxes that you're paying you get something back from like what do you think it just goes into a fucking black hole and you get nothing back from it no like you should be getting some sort of value back from the tax money that you're paying but you know a lot of people in america right now they just they're, they're so brainwashed into thinking that i just give that money out and i shouldn't get anything out anything back and nobody else should either and it's just like what the fuck like what are you giving this money up for like do you not believe in fucking roads infrastructure fucking electricity like all this shit, fucking corn all this all this shit's fucking subsidized from your fucking tax dollars but people have just been oh. so brainwashed into thinking that Oh, you know, it's socialism if you get shit back from it. It's like, no, you're paying for a fucking service. Get back something for the service that you're paying for. It's like service. paying for the fucking internet service and then expecting to get fucking 10 megs down. Oh, damn. <laughs> God dang. Hell no. Yeah, I, I think I still think that the government running the internet would be a bad idea unless we were all capped at like 500 like up and like 250 down. So let me sure. let me tell you. A thing that we talked about on Balance Exchange. This is actually a while ago. Um, a podcast I, uh, that I do with uh, Papa Bear, which will come back sometime, hopefully this year. We did one this year so far. We'll do more. Anyway, we did one on the Postal Service. And Papa Bear said something that was revolutionary to me. He thought that the Postal Service should be providing the internet to people. And I 100% agree. What does the postal service what are they supposed to do? Deliver mail. Well, that's knowledge. Well, what are they? They're delivering mail, but they're delivering you information, right? Like that's information from other places, right? Whether you, you fucking, private, generally private information. It is okay. Private information. Isn't that what the fucking internet does? No, not always. I mean, look. I mean, look. Prodigy's not here because his food is obviously wasn't private. So, <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're supposed to deliver us information. Right. And I don't know why they don't extend the same information um, to Internet services, because there's a lot of people out there uh, that are in rural America. They don't have a reliable Internet service. So I think that the, you know, the Postal Service should extend their services into being like basic Internet services. I, I think a, a base for that would be maybe 100 megs down, maybe 200 megs down, maybe a little bit more than that. I think 100 megs should be at the base because that, that's good enough for Pretty much everybody, unless you're a gamer or some shit. In which case, you can fucking up your tier. But I don't know why they don't do that, because they're originally made to deliver information. And they used to actually be banks, too. And so why don't we go back to, like, the Postal Service being a basic bank, um, even though, you know, we have the internet now, and most uh, banks are online. But if you're in a rural area, if you're not online, then, uh, you know, online bank doesn't fucking do shit for you. So... Uh, <laughs> 
I just paid a bill online, like literally where we're on this podcast. Which is pretty yeah, but a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the like, if you want to get like bank, like a lot of banks that have better like interest rates and stuff like that are the online banks, the ones that don't actually have physical locations. So yes. like people are missing out on that opportunity if they don't have internet access. They're paying the government rates for for interest rates for for bills or for loan savings accounts and stuff like that. Well, and, and mm-hmm. honestly, the the government usually has favorable favorable rates for like a lot of shit. Like I don't know if you y'all knew this. So, um, when you, you guys know about the SV, SVB, the Silicon Valley Bank, like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, go. so I'm gonna get into a little bit of financial shit right now. Um, I uh, hopefully uh, Devil Tank will like this segment. This is for you. Uh, because oh, he's, he's a financial guy. He works for a very large financial institution. I'm, I'm not gonna say which one. I know that he's about to listen to this at least t- tomorrow morning. I mean, he listens to all. He, he's the guy who does the uh, the transcriptions for it. So when you guys get timestamps, like that's from him. Basically, it's not from mm-hmm. or us. Um, so SVB, the reason why that they had a huge problem was because basically they they were buying uh, they bought a bunch of bonds. And so when you buy a bond from uh, from the U.S. government, basically you can buy, like, bonds for a specific amount of time. And I'm pretty sure they bought mostly, like, 10-year bonds. And when you buy a 10-year bond, basically, um, if you take the money out before the 10 years, like, you're going to lose money. Um, you basically, you're not supposed to use it before the 10 years is up because yeah. you're assuming that the uh, – and they're tied to inter- interest rates. So basically, if you buy a bond and the interest rate is, say, 1%, you're going you're to get 1% over 10 years – for that bond. So basically you loan the government money and they pay you interest rates uh, up to 10 years. And then once the 10 years is up, they give you what you gave them plus 1% over 10 years. That's how it basically works. And, but the problem is, is that um, with certain institutions, they bought a bunch of bonds um, when it was still like 1% or 0% or like super low, you know, APR. And then the the Fed they decided to start upping the interest rates significantly over the past year, which is super aggressively. And people people might say, oh well, you know, the interest rates you know back in the day were were higher. Yes, they were, but they also didn't up the interest rates significantly over a year. Like this has been like as far as I know, the most aggressive interest rate hike that it, that the mm. U.S. has ever seen. It's been yeah, super I aggressive. I'm a, I, it was pretty aggressive. I'm wondering if there there might have been one. Um, like in the seventies, I mean, like there might have been. To, yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't remember specifically, but this has been. Don't get me wrong. You're right of it being, pro- uh, pretty progressive or aggressive, depending on how you look at it. Because, on average, we see one increase per year usually, but this one had like what three or four in a matter of a few months. Yeah, it wasn't even just like a percentage points. It was like so basically. It was um, when I got my, my last mortgage. So I sold my house last year um, and my interest rate was 3%. Right now, if I got a, the same kind of loan, my interest rates would be like 7% or above, Ooh. which Ooh. which is the, yeah. the tone of like literally Ooh. the same house that I had. Um, it would cost me a thousand more dollars a month to own that house. For Dude, like we we refinance. Know that that's yeah. lowest. I think our our yeah. interest rate is like I want to say like two point eight or something like that. Yeah. Like that was like the plateau of the. That was like the, uh, I guess not plateau. Well, that was set up a plateau. I guess the very very bottom of the rates, and they started to go back up. And it's like fuck. Yeah, we got to hit at a good time. So tying this back to SVB. So what SVB happened? 
that they had all this money tied up in uh, you know federal bonds, and then the federal government kept upping the interest rates. Well, when you have the interest rates, it ups, it ups the interest rates for your bonds too and your savings account. So it's good if you have a savings account, you actually are making more money on your savings account. But what happened was is that the bonds that SVB had and other banks had is that their shit that's tied up in bonds is worth less and less money as interest rates go up. And so the money is long, it's not it's not what's considered liquid. Like you can't take it out easily. And so when they saw the interest rates kept going up, they were trying to buy more bonds, but it was at a higher rate and the and the bonds that they had were worth less worth less and less. And so that's why they kind of went under because they couldn't back up the amount of money that was in their bank with liquid cash. And so that's the and, and no no bank can cover one hundred percent of their deposits. Like you just you can't. That's why they have insurance and federal um, FDIC insurance. So you have uh, FDIC insurance is federal insurance up to twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then you have bank insurance, which is I don't know what that goes up to because I'm not in that realm. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of people that were in SVB that had bank accounts in the millions or close to billions and they were going to get fucked. Um, but they were going to get fucked because they didn't pay attention to the limits of insurance. So I think that they either should have either lost money or there should have been like a, a private way to get around that, which there was. There's bank insurance too. So I don't know why the, the, the banks got bailed out that quickly. It's kind of fucking weird. They're just kind of, they're trying to avoid... The 2008 thing, but I don't think it was going to be that bad. So, mm. yeah. Wow. It's, it's really crazy when you think about banks. Like, you think they have, like, like hella money just packed, stacked up in the back. But, like, no, they, they're yeah, banks don't have no shit. money. Like, they barely have any money inside they of a bank. They have but, then, like, money, but it's, it doesn't stay there for too long. And that's for, no, for a reason. Stay. Some of them are there for, I think, maximum three days. I mean, because uh, someone yeah. comes to pick it up. <laughs> I mean, banks are. Well, but, go ahead. But, but to, to kind of top of, uh, add on to that, so when you like deposit your money into your account, kind of like your money isn't like in the bank. They're actually using your money to invest in other stuff. So they're using your money to make money. So it's a good idea to learn more about like how to invest your money so you can be your own bank, basically. Yeah, I think like if you're under you know quarter million dollars, it's not a huge deal. But even then, if you have like a quarter million dollars in a bank or anywhere anywhere near close to that, you should be investing in anyway. I mean, like you shouldn't have it in a checking account or even a savings account. Like those are you know low yield fucking quantities. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's just but for the average person, like they don't they don't understand that shit. Um, yeah, because they're not to the top. But uh, when you have lots of money, you got to diversify your money. Like and we say, we say financial. We yeah. <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I, <laughs> I can bet you dollar for donuts. The Wu Tang Clan could teach you on how to invest your money. Some I bet you Method and RZA would be able to teach you what to do with your fucking money. Yeah, they probably <clears> like could. So, because they're doing big things with their money, and RZA learned from like a lot of people. He learned from a lot of financial gurus. Same with Method. They well, both know a lot of people in a lot of places, high places, and a lot of people in a lot of low places. So. Plus, I mean, like, if you look at them now, like, they're not, like, working at a fucking McDonald's right now. Like, they still got money, so they definitely did something with their money. I mean, yeah, yeah they still have their, their rap career, but, like, you know, their mm. money is 
is somewhere for them to still be living the the lifestyle, a, a comfortable lifestyle. I mean, with RZA, he's able to create a lot more. Like he has like a produ- I believe he has a production company. He's on some new show on Hulu that just started. Um, he's like a lawyer or some shit on the show. I'm like, what's he doing? But he's got, he has like a he. I know he produced some kind of anime show, or he or he he wrote it. He did uh, was it Iron Monkey? If you ever seen that movie, yeah. He directed that. He has like a product, pro- small production house where he's able to create things that he wants and put it out there, and then reinvest in his studio. So he's got he's got stuff going. So yeah, I saw something recently about like. About if 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 older stuff count, there's something in my in my learning uh, course I've been doing, and basically like you would think like if fifty percent of the population agreed about having something passed through Congress that comes with there'd be a fifty percent chance of it passing, like it doesn't work that way. Like it doesn't matter if like one percent of the population agrees with a law passing versus one hundred percent of people want a law to pass. It's always a thirty-seven percent chance that this this law would pass, like into Congress or whatever. However, if you compare that to like somebody who's like, like have millions of dollars, like the chance of that law passing based off their approval is it raise it goes up to like like forty-seven, maybe even like higher than fifty percent. I can't remember where I, I can't remember where it is, and it's like it's like a study from like Princeton or something, and I just thought that was really fucking interesting. It just it's, it was kind of eye opener. Well, they see trying to. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, if we were a news organization, I would demand that you have these sources. But I, I believe that what you're saying is correct because, you know, it depends on especially like where you live and if whether or not that that area is gerrymandered. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But even like, if like based off of like the population, it, doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter. It depends on like who's got kind of who's money. money. I mean, yeah. That sounds that sounds. It sounds very reasonable, but I—I uh, I mean, I'd like to see this, you know, so-called uh, study. I mean, because a lot of these studies, when they're re- they're not released to the public for at least a couple of years, sometimes they're released immediately. But it just depends. But usually, you can see the thing about um, those studies—they cite their sources and they tell you how they got to their results by their control group, their. Um, you know, their test size, like everything. The reason is, is because in order to verify the study, you have to be able to recreate their study. Yeah. Tell you how to do it. Yeah. Using every kind of, every, any science, every science, behavioral, scientific, behavioral, electrical, computer wise, biological, whatever. You're given the steps on how to recreate in the beginning of the study. And they tell you what they did. And what they got the results, and then they write their conclusion. So, some of these tests, especially social ones, they take like two decades or more. So, it's pretty interesting reading them. But they tell you what they did. They'll tell some of them. Some of them don't tell you outliers. Some of them do. They'll tell you like weird instances where they observed things were totally, uh, I guess, in mathematical terms, chaotic. It it, it happens. And they're they're good for us. They're good for us to like learn, and maybe take notice in some cases. So we may be able to course correct or continue to do better. I don't know. Depends on the state. 
So anyway, yeah, we're all over the place today. We are. I mean, when do we not though? Oh, uh, I don't know if did we. I don't think we talked about this last week, and I was talking about. Uh, did we talk about the Marvels trailer? No, we did. No, we did or we did not. We did not. Yeah, because I I know that people were t- ask people were asking about it. Did we see it? What did we think? Uh, did y'all see it? Did y'all see the Marvels trailer, which is coming out in July or June of this year? We're still a few months out. Yeah, I mean, I saw I, it, but uh, you know, thank goodness that Prodigy's not on here because you know he would. <laughs> no, he'd be he quiet. Women. No, you know, there's he, three of them in this one. He learned his lesson last time. I'm pretty sure he's not going. They didn't learn shit. Oh, god dang. This dude fucking he's the oath breaker, so he didn't learn anything. Uh, I mean, come true. on. You you right about. I, honestly, I I didn't think that it was it was bad. I mean, it's just I mean, it doesn't seem like the greatest thing like ever. But I mean, it's a Marvel movie. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I don't think they're putting. I I'm interested in it only because of like the the power swapping element of like when they use their powers they swap things. Mm-hmm. That's that's different. So I'm 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 gonna watch it. But you know, is it the greatest? Is it gonna be the greatest movie? No. But no. I mean, it Marvel has to build up to like great movies at this point. Um, if you look at, you know, the culmination of their work, it was Endgame, right? Endgame was like the culmination of their work, and that's what made fucking all the money. And even leading up to that, it made like all the money. But I think that they're they're trying to build up to another Endgame style event. And we see it coming. I mean, like, we know Secret Wars is coming and all sorts of shit, you know, Secret Invasion, whatever. Secret Wars and uh, Kang Dynasty, but yeah. that may be, that might be in limbo now. Uh, I yeah, probably, probably not. They'll probably just recast Kang, but I doubt it because... They're going to recast him with uh, Ezra Miller. Uh, <laughs> recast him with Justin Roiland. Um, our, uh, in, our boy, boy, Roland's boy case, Justin Roiland was, oh. was not... He was exactly. good. He's good now, but he did lose... He lost, like, some of his revenue streams well, because of the allegations. Sorry, let me rewind a little bit. I said he's good. I'm putting that in air quotes. He's oh. good... As far as like the sexual assault allegation goes, and mm-hmm. you know kidnapping or whatever, but he's not good as far as like the studio goes because there's like a lot of shit that came out about him um, being a pretty shitty person to the staff of Rick and Morty. So, yeah, very oh, true. true. So Jonathan Majors has, I think, very under advised from his legal counsel to not say shit because he hasn't said shit, and I think that's actually very. Uh, appropriate for him now to wait till like a court of law gives some kind of judgment on what's going on with these allegations. Well, this is Once like the done, then he can talk whatever he needs to say. Go ahead, Blue. Now, I was gonna say, like, yeah, like everybody's fucking dropping him. Like, I saw earlier today that like Costco dropped him as well, so he doesn't have a Costco membership. Yeah, that's the problem with like being staying silent, is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. The problem with like being silent is, I mean, just look at Ezra Miller. This motherfucker is a definite fucking menace to society. Yeah, man. Like all this that he's done has been proven, and he still gets his fucking the Flash movie. You know, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors. I don't know what happened yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's conflicting stories. Um, not all of it has come out yet, but. You know the shit with Ezra Miller. It, it, these are known quantities. Yeah, he fucking terrorized Hawaii. Videotape. Yeah, and he still gets a fucking pass. Still gets a fucking pass. Jonathan Majors, he he hasn't even been fucking found guilty oh, of anything ain't. yet. Nope. 
and they, he's been canceled by so many goddamn things. It's just, it's amazing. It's not amazing, you know, because we all know about racism in America. So, or if you didn't, I mean, just look at these two things. If you don't believe me, I guess. It's if you don't crazy. know, now you know. When it all comes down to it, it comes down to money because the Flash movie, they spent millions of dollars on making this. So it's like, are we going to take the, the L on this? Are we going to release it and make some money off of it? So it's like, but they, like also with um, the redheaded girl from that's that's gonna be in um, in Aquaman, uh, Amber oh, Heard. Heard. Yeah, like yeah. the shit that happened with her, her lying on on Johnny Depp about all the stuff that happened. You know, they were both shitty people, but like you know, the, the movie's still coming out. I mean, they cut her roles and like she has like I don't know like fifteen no, minutes of screen time, but that's enough to get like, support an actress award. She's still in the film. They apparently she's still in it. They, no matter how much they cut her down, she's still in it. They didn't replace her. So and apparently the yeah, trailer for the movie dropped today. I haven't seen it, but looks uh, there's a little bit of chatter about it. Apparently oh, yeah. the trailer has her in it for like maybe five seconds. All right. I need to stop talking about this because I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, talk, uh, I want to talk about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oh yeah, Forbidden oh, West, uh, Burning Shores, super long mm-hmm. name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why is it so long? I'm just saying, it's like it's like a it's a it's a mandingo of names of video games. Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn, Forbidden West, Burning Shores. Just saying, that's that's a lot of words for to <laughs> tell about a game. Anyway, um, I I have it. I I am enjoying it and. Uh yeah, I forgot what it was like to play uh Horizon Zero Dawn game because I've been playing like everything else since then, and I had to like remember how to fucking play these games, and uh, it's it's been rather enjoyable. I love like the the new uh, side characters. I like the the new storyline of you know Landra, and like this new guy that's just gonna basically fucking nuke the Earth to get away from the Earth to get away from Nemesis, which is <laughs> cool. Like I I really I really like the game, and there's um, you get new weapons, you get a new, um, you will get a new mount, which is cool. Something that can fly and swim. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's like honestly, it's, like it's really enjoyable. What's up? I thought like an avatar, you get a, a, swift, a bird swifty thingy. It's called like, a, what do they call it in this one? I just played it. It's like a sun, not a sun, I forget what it's called. But yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty cool so far. And it's based in uh, L.A., Mm-hmm. Which I hate, and it's like dead because it's the, the way LA should be. So it's a perfect yeah. DLC for me because fuck LA. And if you're from LA, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Don't die there. Just leave. Leave LA right yeah. now. Take all your friends and leave LA. It's a terrible area. Yeah, LA is kind of There's going to be robot dinosaurs taking over soon, so you know why you can. <laughs> it's, a, it's a warning <laughs> shot. Oh, yeah, it's, it, I like it. It's, it's a good DLC so far. Um, it, you know, it's, Horizon Zero Dawn, is, it's a good. It's a good game. Right. Apparently, oh, you haven't finished it, but they're already semi-spoiling the end of it, I guess? Because I guess the uh, the series teases uh, the sequel. I mean, the end, oh, of, yeah. end of the second game pretty much tells you a sequel's coming and you got to prep. Yeah. And I guess this one tells you even more that this is, like, I guess coming sooner than we expected. So, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't have it. 
I don't have it yet, so we'll see. But I I do want to play it because it does look dope. I do like Aloy. I almost platinum the fucking second game. I platinum the first game. Nice. So, well, and you uh, get a you you can get a zenith weapon in this DLC. Oh, finally! Holy shit! (laughs) I mean, you get to use them in the first game, but you don't get to keep it. That kind of yeah, you get to keep one, and it's uh, it's it's pretty cool. I I wish it did more damage, but hopefully, I can upgrade it. Yeah, I was about to say you should be almost everything is upgradable. So yeah, the the upgrades in this game are almost like obscene because it's like so much shit can be upgraded. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, that sounds good. I can't. I mean, I've heard. I heard mixed reviews about it. I heard like it. It actually wasn't that great of a game. Like, is it, it's, is it it's short or something? Or? Character. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, and you can romance the gay character if you wish. Apparently, I mean. Oh yeah. If I was single, I would wish to. I'm just saying. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, she does look bad. What's up? She does look bad. I mean. To, let's be honest. Almost everyone, uh, most of the people in Horizon are pretty swole. Like, there's a couple of, uh, I guess, body positive people in the game, <laughs> especially the second one. But I wouldn't the say they're swole. They're, they're norm- they're, I think they're normal looking uh, people. A lot of them have, to- like, okay. So in uh, the first game, there's the queen of the of the cart, not the the carja, queen of the carja, yeah. her son. She has a protector. This black chick, she has a twelve pack. (laughs) That's what one does in the game. I was just like, "What the fuck?" And there's not a lot of like twelve pack people in the game. Well, the the Sun King, he has a twelve pack. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He has a twelve pack, and he's thirsting all over Aloy. Where's B Boy? I know you're in the chat, B Boy. I see. Back me up. Uh, I can't. I remember there's somebody is that super thirsty. Was it isn't a black guy, right? Or no, in the the second one, right? Her friend, her friend in the second one, he's actually not thirsty. He, what he tries to do is keep her grounded to her roots. To remind her she's a Nora, and to not try to be too ambitious, even though she schools him on technology that's like light years ahead of what he's used to. So he gets a whole new worldview, and then he meets meets the um, the Gardney people. I can't remember the fucking tribe name, but he meets this like this like kind of red bone that's. They kind of start they're like super falling in love. And but he realizes that, you know, because of tradition, it's a little weird. So he's like one of the grounded characters. He's pretty cool though. Oh, well, and I, I guess Avid? Avid, Oh not right? No, not oh Avid's the Sun King, is he not? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm talking about no the black the Nor guy, the black guy, um, the guy with the dredge. His name's not Avid. I forgot what his name is. You said the Sun King. That was that's Avid. Yo, I said I said the Sun King had a twelve pack. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, oh, Vod. Sorry, he doesn't have. A... Uh, yeah, Vod. Yeah, he has. He has a twelve pack. You would imagine yeah. him? I think. I think he might be gay. Pro- <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Prodigy. You just call him Prodigy because he's so bad. Look at. Oh, thought this guy was a Fuda. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does not have a twelve pack. I'm pretty sure he's pretty cut. No, I'm pretty sure you're Thurston. No, definitely not. S- like slow don't slow. Like Arid, that guy, he's like he's a he's a bear. I mean, first of all, like most of his like torsos is is covered. Later on, it's not. He gets like an he gets his sun. Oh, Ninja, you're reaching, bro. 
look at his. Where's I'm where's looking B-boy? at photos as we're talking. B boy, I know you're in the chat. You gotta help me out here. <laughs> He's not gonna help <laughs> you because I'm yeah. literally looking at photos from the game as we're talking. Mm, pretty sure he's pretty pretty young, but still. No, god damn it! <laughs> this is like the most average-looking body type. Uh, plus, oh, then the girl in part two, the Asian girl, the one that like had the guy that ghosted her and finds out that she has that he has a girlfriend. She was pretty packed. She had like a six pack. Anyway. <laughs> Let's keep this rolling. Yeah. Uh, trying to jump back on the trailer. I mean, um, we talked about we talked about the Flash trailer that came out a couple of days ago, and I just want to speak on that a little bit. I mean, minus Ezra, but like the fact that we got more Michael Keaton, Batman mm-hmm. in this was pretty fucking dope. And I watched this entire trailer. I watched it twice, and I forgot Ezra was in it. I just mainly focused on fucking <laughs> Michael Keaton, Batman. Every time, this one, it was really, it's honestly, it was super Batman heavy. Like, we even got to saw, we also got to see uh, Ben Affleck, Batman in this as well. Like, we got a little glimpse of him. Then, like, for for Michael Keith Batman, we got to see him do fucking cool shit. Like, there's a scene where, uh, where they're on the, the bat, uh, bat plane, and like, he has Ezra Miller and uh, his double, his, uh, I guess, the Flash of that universe hanging from the plane. He's all, you guys got a parachute on your back. You know, don't worry. You, when you drop, it's gonna open or whatever. Like, where's your parachute? He's all, I don't need one. He's fucking like follow the plane. And as cool as Batman shit he does, he fucking, like pop over his wings and like glide on down. But there's like another scene where he like fights against people and like he's thrown into the air and he he throws up the Batman. He like fluff out his cape and like turns to like a glider and fucks shit up. I'm like, this is gonna be the best Batman movie ever. <laughs> like, I need, it's not it's not even a flat movie anymore. Can I? It's just rename it. Let me, let me just. It's, it's just Can I just get give my thoughts on this shit? All right, this, this is, is your my, my thoughts on this. It's like literally, it's like you're watching uh, a movie that's definitely about Hitler, uh, but Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X are also in the movie, <laughs> and that makes you want to watch it. Okay, but it's yeah, definitely but about Hitler. It is. <laughs> yeah. That's. I think that's hundred accurate. But yeah, <laughs> and I, and I hate that it's so. Still, I still want to see it, but I'm not going to watch it because fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. And I fucking hate that, you know, Hollywood is giving this fucking piece of shit a pass from terrorizing, from assaulting people, you know, giving children drugs, kidnapping children. And we're all just supposed I mean- to forget about this shit for the sake of DC and the, and the DCE. Like, what? Fuck. Fuck that. Like, seriously, fuck that. I'm not going to watch that fucking movie because of that fucking guy. They should have literally trashed the movie and hired another actor to do that and, like, replace him in all of his, in all of his scenes. Why are we doing this? Like I said before, Jonathan Majors, who has literally zero fucking f- felonies or he, he he's... How do I put this? He hasn't been convicted of a single fucking crime as far as I know. Ezra Miller has been convicted of multiple crimes. And he has a blockbuster movie that's supposed to come out later on this year and he's just given a fucking pass. And we're all just okay with this. 
Uh, and it looks like it looks like Ezra Miller is out in like the public, like promoting the movie as well. Which it's another issue. Like what the fit, fuck? It's thought on a fucking wound. Yeah, I just what they, they could have done. It just had it. They, they could have really redone this movie. And like, I mean, they could have just done like certain scenes that he's in, or like even like have it. He's like just suited up. You can't really see his face. They could have. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff is TGI as well. So they could have gone in there and changed up that person to make a, make him look like. The new person they cast for it, they like should've. uh, they should have had what's the name Grant from the the Flash CW show. I mean, they should have. Oh, I mean, if you're gonna watch a movie, go ahead and watch a movie because I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna watch it. Watching it. I'm gonna watch the movie Bootleg. Yeah, anybody else gonna watch it? <laughs> go ahead and watch it. But I'm just saying, I am not for very specific reasons because this dude. I, I was honestly, this is what is even more fucked up for me is because I was looking forward to this movie, putting the DCU. Back on the goddamn map, and then we had this fucking insane person in his personal public life just terrorizing people, and he still gets his his limelight. He's he's still gonna get paid millions of dollars after terrorizing a fucking <laughs> an island country or not a country. It's the state. Yeah, uh, yeah, an island state. And it's just like you know, fuck him. I guess we're just gonna just let him get his money, like. I these guess are, so. These are multiple failures. Mm. I mean, yeah, I guess these is fucking up too because they still have Amber Hertz in fucking movie as well. Yeah, so. they, don't, they don't give a yeah. fuck. They don't give a fuck. And that's why I don't give a fuck about them anymore. So, I mean, DC Comics, good with. DC fucking, you know, the extended universe, Animated. fuck you. Fuck all <laughs> of your shit. I haven't liked your shit from the, from the jump. Y- y'all fell off since... Uh, the the Dark Knight, after the Dark Knight, when you try to do like the the Marvel shit, where they try to like build a whole universe, you 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 lost. Start over from scratch. Yeah. Don't start over with uh, yeah. the Flashpoint. And I understand, yeah. even though I said this, if we were on the podcast, I said that the Flash universe, like them doing Flashpoint, is the perfect opportunity for them to fix their entire fucking DCEU. But not with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, they did have a they had a, a step in the right direction with Wonder Woman, but still, yeah, the, the first one, the second one, not, not so much. The second one, not so much. I mean, there's I mean, the second so one was was good, but you know, there's a lot of issues mm, with that. There's too many missteps. I gotta say, yeah. So, I mean, I'm conflicted as well because I I I, I don't want to see this. I want to me. I'm I'm a blue. This is a Batman film. Ezra Miller is just guest starring, in my opinion. So I really want. I really like Michael Keaton. I watch Birdman. I support what he does. I didn't watch the the founder. I, I still want to see that. But he's a damn good actor. Have, wait, have you seen the founder, Blue? No, I haven't seen the founder, but I want to. I think it's on Netflix right now. It, well, it's on Netflix or Hulu? It's on one of those. Yeah. So I mean, I I heard he did a good job. I saw Birdman. He did a great job in Birdman. So did the rest of the cast. That movie was crazy, but it's. I feel like it's an uh, it's like a, an amalgam of his life when in the eighties because it's basically about a guy who was a superhero character in big budget movies, and, but he wants to be taken as a serious actor, so he starts doing stage acting and things start to go to shit, and he might be losing his mind. So it's a very yeah. very interesting movie. Uh, it's kind of comical, it's kind of sad, but some crazy shit happens. Uh, Edward Norton does a fucking wild fucking job. Wild fucking job. 
Uh, it was really good. So I want to support him as Batman again. But then there's this fucking dude who, like, terrorized a small community as a star. And, yeah. It's 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 kind of heartbreaking a little bit. Because I'm like, fuck. It's, it's, it's like we order a fucking, like, uh, a T-bone fucking steak. A T-bone fucking a filet mignon piece of steak. And you find a fucking hair in it. Oh no! You gotta throw the whole steak away. No. Do I eat, do I eat this? Oh no! You you get a you get a fucking perfectly made play and young. Just a hair, just like done. A cunt hair. A cunt hair. <laughs> yeah. from like, oh, curly hair. From like a uh, a cunt hair from like a known like meth addict that oh, definitely yeah. has fucking herpes and gynecological herpalades. I'm just that's saying. A, that's a definite. That's like a definite. Definite. You just so, gotta throw that whole motherfucker away. Yeah, you got the little whole thing away. This one, I'm just like, okay. To me, this is more like the five second. One. This is something you're eating and you're enjoying, and you drop it on the ground, and you have five seconds to pick it up. Do you either leave it after five seconds, or you pick it up and you fucking eat it? And that's where I'm at. I guess if you're a DC, you know, fan. I mean, like if you're hungry enough. When, when was your last good DC movie? Like, oh, when was it? Oh, the last one, well, they're all going to say... Two? No, definitely no, no it's, they're going <laughs> to say Zack Snyder's Justice League. The, Zack Snyder movies are fucking trash. The, the four-hour Justice League... I'm not watching four-hour Justice League. fucking Justice League. Fuck all that. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm not I, watching I, a four-hour fucking long Justice League movie. I watched it three League. times. Okay, I watched it. Well, <laughs> fuck you. How about that, Blue? I'll, just saying. Uh, I watched it four times. One time in blue, one time I, in color. I don't like Zack Snyder. Oh, I don't watch like he's a, uh, to me, he's like he's not. He's not the business. I like I like me some Zack Snyder, and I I feel like he's had some missteps, but I feel like he can he can straddle back on. And with his Justice League, it definitely had like a lot more oomph to it, a lot more substance to it. Yeah, listen, to I, don't really, I mean, this, this is really fucking hilarious. Correct. Could you imagine like if you made a mistake? And you had three times to fucking fix it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, I don't because it ne- literally never fucking happened. My entire uh, life, I've never had a time where I could literally fix a mistake three fucking times, or at least twice, probably twice. Oh yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's usually called the homework assignment. That if you miss the the date, the turning date, you still have like a couple hours or an extra day to fix it. Oh, Do you know the last time I went to school? I have no idea, actually, mm-hmm. to be honest. I have no idea. 1998 is the last time I went to school. Long time ago, but that's when a lot. When year. I make a mistake, it is like, it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either I, either I don't make a mistake, or I fucking make sure I, I, uh, I make it all the way up. I make amends. <laughs> oh, the internet was, was new to the public in <laughs> that time. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's so, no sending your homework in via email or such and such. Yeah, just, I'm not a, it for y'all that didn't know, like I'm not a <clears throat> I did not go to college, y'all. Alright. Probably not fucking surprising, right? Because my, my vernacular. Mm. Probably not because I just said vernacular. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, um I, I yeah, for for somebody to like if I paid you Say fifty million dollars to make a movie, and the movie bombed. Didn't make the fifty million dollars back, or didn't make as much as I wanted you to make. 
then I gave you three other chances. That that seems rather amazing to me. That that seems uh, fucking incredible to me. When you could literally give that money to another, probably more deserving director to make another movie that could make more money that was that's more well received by the audience. But instead, you focused on the same fucking movie three fucking times to maybe make your money back. And it's just, to me, it just it seems fucking dumb. For me, what? I see it as his personal grief or personal tragedy was enough for them to, because he worked, he continued to work after the passing of a child. One of his children died, and he still worked. And he didn't have time to properly grieve with his family. The fact that the studio went back and said, hey, we'll let you finish your movie because you still worked and didn't get a chance to properly grieve your daughter with your family, we're going to give this, uh, you this opportunity. To me... What do you mean he couldn't properly grieve? Okay. I, I don't want to get in like... He, he, he continued to work while his No, daughter, he didn't. He fucking... Joss Whedon is the one who... Fu- no, he continued... He worked R- and you're then... You're rewriting history. No, he... Look at, look at the timeline. His daughter died in, like, March. He continued to work until, like, May. So they gave him... They took him off of it, put Josh Whedon on. The movie came out in like the fall of that year because okay. he came in and worked that whole summer. Okay, so after. you just you said very conflicting statements. Josh Whedon is the one who took over the movie, okay? He did. But okay. then yeah. when he took over the, the theatrical But release, it also does not, like, this doesn't make up for, like, his other poorly edited movies before that. Like, I... He, the... The tragedy of his, of his, you know, child passing. Like I, I can't touch that obviously because a child passing is awful. But you know, even before that, he ha- he made major mistakes in his movies, major mistakes, especially with editing. Like the, a lot of his movies didn't make any fucking, they didn't make sense, and people just give this dude a fucking pass. I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. I mean, but he, I mean, he's. He got like three hundred and Watchmen under his belt. He does. Those are pretty decent movies, weren't they? He does, but it's like you know, it's he stayed very uh, close Super to Punch, like Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch wasn't great, even though I, I kind of liked it. <laughs> but it Sucker, wasn't Punch, Sucker Punch. So Sucker Punch suffers from editing issues as Conan's opponent, but I do like the movie. I have the Blu-ray. That's like one of my first three Blu-rays. Is Sucker Punch. I saw that movie twice. That movie the weekend it came out. Yeah, I think we watched it probably when like the bin has we were, were like we yeah did. close. <laughs> I was like I was yeah. almost late. I showed it like right when the like um, I showed it right when the trailers had finished because I'd already seen it and like Prodigy's uh, Prodigy's brother, which who I call the villain because he wanted to be called the villain. He called me out literally when I was sitting down. Like wait, he called me out in the first ten minutes. He's all you've already seen this, haven't you? I'm wait, who? Yet. Who? The villain, Prodigy's. Uh, brother. Oh, I call he he it's, wanted to call the villain. I call him the villain. It's it's actually looking at uh the movies that he directed. Like there's a he has a I guess a signature for his pictures, like kind of being like kind of dark and gritty. Because like if you think about 300 and like Watchmen, both of those like their their filming quality is kind of on the darker side, like more contrast, and that that kind of rolls into like. Justice League and and like I don't know like one woman like all were pretty even like Man of Steel because he also directed Man of Steel and like those movies were kind of on a darker 
side of, of the, I guess. Yeah, they're dark. Well, it's, honestly, it's like darker visually. It was like doesn't like nobody it's was dark fucking, visually after me. Nobody was pulling fucking spines out of assholes. Like it was just like, literally <laughs> the actual the way it looked was dark. Like it was gritty. Yeah. Like it's, literally, when we say it was, gritty, it's literally like the grains on the fucking screen. And dark means like the actual fucking film was dark. Like it has nothing to do yeah. with like actual content. Like it was it was pretty saccharine. <laughs> so. But then, like the Justice, the uh, the Josh Whedon version of Justice League, like the the, con- the color palette for that was very like red and bluish. Like I know it was more red. Like it was a lot of fucking red in that in that. But like uh, the Zack Snyder cut was a little bit more on the darker bluer side, so it kind of made more sense. But yeah, I just don't like his yeah. the way that he does like his movies in general, like anymore. Like it just like I said, you can disagree with me. It's okay. If you want to fight me. I'll fucking choke you out. It's fine. <laughs> um, I just, I just don't like his style of movies, and I think that he gets entirely too much credit um, from a certain fandom, and he doesn't get enough criticism for really destroying the, the DCU. Mm. And I and really he's got, go ahead. He's got eight fucking kids. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. No, not a few. That's eight. That's a lot of fucking kids. <laughs> a few. Two is a few. <laughs> is, a lot. is that a is that a octuple? Yeah, uh, that shit. I think it's is it octuplets? It might be. Octuplet. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. How many kids were in the in the? Oh god, they're not fucking family. The Brady Bunch. Or uh, the Duggars. Like, yeah, six, six kids, right? It's so fucking weird that people have like so many goddamn kids in this day and age. Like, why are you having... And I'm not saying this, sorry, about just, like... Because I, I don't want to shit on Zack Snyder for, like, 30 goddamn minutes. But I'm just saying, like, in general, because you brought up the Brady Bunch. Like, it's so fucking weird to me that people have so many goddamn kids. Like, why are you having fucking, like... To me, personally, I think two is, like... To replace yourselves on this earth. To replace yourselves on the earth. Three, okay, one extra. Four, kind of pushing it. Five, what the fuck are you doing? Beyond that, yeah. please stop. Like, why? I, I, I don't. I don't get it as a as a from a human reference. Why are you having so many goddamn children? Mm. Yeah. Some like, uh, what, like 12 right now like dude like Ooh. oh yeah he has a lot he has a lot of kids learn pull out what are you talking about who would you say nick cannon. nick cannon oh also elon musk people don't know yeah he's got eight, oh, yeah. He eight or nine kids he, had does, a he definitely does a fucking parent dude yeah, eddie murphy's you know? got eight kids yeah he uh yeah. he might have nine now he might i think he just had a kid so he could have nine. speed of oh, i don't even say it a lot of kids. eddie, eddie murphy got or, no, not uh, Eddie Griffin has a he has like eight kids too. Yeah, the the whole I'm gonna have a bunch of kids. Like I don't I don't get it. If you want to have more kids, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna sp- I'm I'm gonna say this Dude. because obviously I'm like I'm I'm here at this point, but uh, just just adopt adopt some kids. Eddie Griffin's got ten fucking kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. <laughs> I knew he had I knew he had new kids because he's got like. He has only, but he only has like two wives. So he had his wife, his divorce, or his 
ex-wife and then he has his current wife does he does he raise? He I mean, I, this, is what I, this is what i don't know does <laughs> does he actually raise his kids and that's that's the one of the main problems that i have it's like once you have like that many kids especially in a short time frame it's like there's literally no way that you can like raise them in a decent manner like just your kids are raising your kids and you need some you need to get some help and it's just like i mean he can afford me he can afford the help so i guess dude clint clint eastwood has eight kids really I think. Yeah, that's one for like, what what, every decade he's been alive. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, it was like three thousand years old. Just, like, yeah, damn, I thought he was busting blanks by now. I mean, he definitely is, but also you can re- reconstruct them blanks. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, he's got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, these, these kids got adopted. Oh, they cats. Oh, they I was say, uh, no, no, no. It's another celebrity, um, Maya Faro Farrell. Oh, Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow, hmm. uh, yeah. Woody, Woody Allen's ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah, she yeah she's got she's got fourteen kids, but so it looks like four of them, four of her, and then uh, other ones are adopted. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, adoption to me is like obviously I'm speaking from from bias, extreme bias. But if you want to have more kids, just adopt some kids. It's like if you're worried about like passing down your genes, then I mean that's that's kind of an issue too. It's like <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna pass down your genes, but also, it you, you are more than just your genes. Like, I can tell you one hundred percent that when you adopt a, a child at a at a certain age, at least, um, they're gonna pick up your your traits, good or bad. So, um, don't don't worry about that so much. Yeah. I looked at I'm looking at Mick Jagger's kids, and I think he might want to ask his wife on one of the kids. The one of the kids look like Jim Carrey. <laughs> like when I was going through, I saw the picture. I saw the picture of the kid. I was like, "Oh, this is Jim Carrey's family." And I was like, "Wait, that's Mick Jagger. Like, what the fuck?" <laughs> but does oh, he wow. got yeah. moves like Mick Mick Jagger? Yeah, uh, is that, has... that's the song, right? So I'm, I'm right. yeah, yeah, pretty sure moves, moves <laughs> like Jagger. It's Maroon Five. Pretty sure. We're five, or it's Adam Levine featuring Christina Aguilera. Ah, that's right. Look at you, the ageless man. <laughs> I have more grays on my face than you do. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm not I'm counting not, grays. I've got the. I, well, I can't right now because there's too many of them in my beard. So. <laughs> I mean, what's that, that on your? Carlos, what's that on your neck? Oh, sorry. This is a. Uh, Open run, it's a aftershocks, so it's basically it's bone conduction. So uh-huh. I put it on my ears. Um, uh, here, I'll, I'll talk while I'm putting it on. Take my earbuds off, but you see where um, they are right now? I guess it's yeah, yeah. In front that of my ears. Pop in your ear, yeah. And so I can hear as music playing, it's, it's bone conduction. Oh, okay. At first, so, I thought you oh, braided your that. beard. Oh, go ahead. You know you braided <laughs> I thought, you, I thought you put your beard and you had like little beads hanging no, from them. No, no, no. I was actually, like, are you, are my, you going full pirate? My dad did are that. Are you that drunk? My dad did like the whole like, he used to braid his beard. I'm, I'm not going that far. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, I think he had like two like seashells on the oh, end of yeah. your beard. Uh, like, ah, oh, we should take a poll. We should take a poll from the listeners. See if they should vote if you should braid your beard. Should or one of them yeah. should braid the beard. I mean, you grow a beard pretty quick. 
something hard to just roll roll it up. I mean, I I mean, I I can like, but I don't know how to. Bra- well, I used to know how to braid, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You should get have your daughter. daughter a little, yeah, yeah. Have your daughter braid father daughter thing. As I braid her hair, she braid my beard. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna I was gonna start singing a song, but an R. Kelly song, so no. Yeah, no R. Kelly, please. Like, think I. Oh no! Don't do that. Don't he got. A, he got a song that's, that's called uh, "Won't You Braid My Hair," and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say beard. Yeah, never mind. Oh, you want to know All something right. kind of fucked up? So I, the same day, actually within the same set of minutes, I ordered my Star Trek liquor. So I ordered. I ordered the Romulan ale, which is the vodka. Oh, okay. That's why so, I didn't order. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah, I ordered the vodka, so it never came. I think it's, I think it's a definite source. So I got an email yesterday saying that I I'm I guess I mistyped my uh, my address. Oh, so I got to Yeah, so I got to pay again to get them to reship it. You got to pay again? Yeah. Well, not the not the order. I got to pay like a reshipping fee, which is like twenty five bucks. Okay. What the hell? I'm like, yeah, and they're like, normally it's forty bucks, but we'll give you this kind. I'm like. What like okay, but I'm pretty sure I verified the first time. But whatever. You should have. You should have been like, fucking hashtag on press. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. That, y'all, should give me, y'all should give me your product. So because we were gonna shout you out, so you should sponsor us. Send. Business. I really want this shot to the card now. Though. <laughs> yeah, I I about all that wine, and then I had like, yeah, uh, K was like, do we have like. The Picard one? I was like, no, we don't. Damn. Yeah. What's even funnier is we held that bottle in our hands. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Jesus Christ. The they had like a case of that shit just sitting there. It was hella funny. Oh, I'm, like, just... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm adding on the Chateau Picard. God dang. It's funny because we were, the both of us looked at each other. We're like, is this shit real? And yeah. the person that was like curating, like, yeah, this is real wine. I guess it's made in, it's made in California. I'm like, what the fuck? This is real? Like, what the? It's awesome. Oh, yeah. See, Ooh, it's wild. Well, I guess there's, it's a three bottle set on the site. We're back We're back on the fucking Star Trek wine. Yeah. <laughs> thing, yeah. Here we go. Y'all should give send us a case so we can review your fucking wines and liquors on our show. Yeah, there bro- you go. Brought to you by. Brought to you by. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. <laughs> this, They're is not the pro- this, this is the problem that, that I will say. Um, is that yes, I brought Star Trek wine, but it's not the greatest wine ever made. All right, mm. so I, I will tell you that much. If if you're buying their wine, um, you're buying it for maybe three reasons. One, you love Star Trek, obviously, right? Fucking duh. Two, mm. the the presentation and the actual bottles are fucking dope. Like I can't I can't deny that. For okay, mm. so I'm just gonna end that too because. I- that alone, like the their bottle design, makes the uh, the experience that much better. But if you're looking for like, if you are a like a wine, what is the name of that? like sommelier? Oh, mm-hmm. like this is not gonna wait. This, this this ain't hitting your notes. Are you, are you trying to say sommelier? Oh wait, no, that's that's that guy I got. Yeah, oh, oh, sommelier. Juicy, I know how to fucking say juicy, the words. Juicy yeah, sommelier. I always with you. It's not juicy smoothie. Yeah. If, if you're a small yeah, it's it, this is not gonna. I mean, I, when I get the Chateau Picard, uh, I'll let you know. But so far, the the two or three that I've had, they're not the greatest wines. But it is okay because the bottles I will keep 
for fucking ever. Yeah, those bottles are fucking pimp as fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, they probably would have value, like, later on in life. Cause, I mean, because this is based off of the show. Like, they're from the show. Oh, yeah. So I could imagine this being worth money down the road, like, I don't know, like, 10, 20 years from now. Like, just a no, bottle, an empty bottle would cost not Because, like, for example, like, uh, an empty bottle of, um, of the younger was going for, like, hundreds of dollars. And it's like, yo, this is just an empty bottle. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Empty bottle? Yeah, and oh, some, yeah. Of these that I, some of these that they have, like I drank, like what the fuck is this? You have the uh, the the cave the one, but the beer also, like the one with the Missy Mountie one, like yeah. that bottle was selling for hella money. Yeah, it was the empty bottle. Yeah, but there's one on here that it's like a looks like a fucking weird ass tentacle or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just the bottle is fucking cool. Hold on, let me uh try to pull it up, but. It's like it's the coolest looking bottle. Uh, this isn't it. I'm trying to find. Yeah, it. I, I got the vodka, so now I gotta wait like another week before I get it. So we'll see. But the bottle's pretty cool. It looks like vodka that came comes in this really fancy like. Um, so uh, you got the vodka from Star Trek wines. Yeah. So no, you got it from. It's from Star Trek. Spirit. It's Star Trek oh. spirits. It, so when you go to the Romulan Ale, it takes you to a separate site. So I bought it from there. They're linked from there. That's like their sister site or something. Ah, I see. Star Trek Spirits. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, that's why. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got an email. That's why I was like, because like my shit came in like a relatively good amount of time. Like there's yeah, no issues. No. I, I actually missed that I, delivery, and they still got it to me. No, they said I fucked up my address. So I was like, "What the fuck?" But, so I but did you fuck up your address? I don't know. I didn't double check. Sure. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I just went back and I went back and double checked. I did it yesterday. Whiskey too. So I'll probably oh. get it by next week. Yeah, I want. I wanted the whiskey okay. too. So I was gonna get the whiskey, and I was like, uh, "I'm gonna wait and get my first bottle first, and then see where I go from there." Well, you know, I mean, like when you get it, we'll just save enough for the drunk cast. Because oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, um, or Devil, Devil Tank, you're listening to this podcast. You're doing the timestamps. You uh, commented on like a Facebook post that I had a, a couple of weeks ago, I think. But yeah, yeah th- there'll be no that. drunk cast this this week or next week or even the week after that. So um, I'll message you directly on like what's going on in my life. But yeah, I, I can't do it for like the next couple of weeks, at least the next three weeks, the drunk cast. But after that, um, I will save. I've plenty of fucking wine <laughs> Star Trek wine to, to like literally fucking die um we definitely have to do it on like on a friday because yes like i'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be getting wasted like i gotta make sure that the sweetness is not working the next day because she sometimes work on saturdays i am not watching the kill the fucking hangover i've done it once it's not it's not a pretty picture no yeah no and that was yeah. one of the main things because i know i want to do it like this friday but this friday I, I will not be in a a good emotional state to 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 be Drunk publicly, I'll be so. here, so yeah. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'll, though, I will be traveling. Yeah, we'll, we'll, oh. I'll, I'll probably be drunk that night, but um, yeah, so yeah, my outro next, will explain why I yeah. cannot do it this Friday. <laughs> in the next couple, I, I would say probably at least four weeks from now, give us four weeks and then we'll know, um, about the drunk cast because I definitely want to do it, but it has to be on a Friday. Because well, for, for me, Wednesdays uh, are fine, but everybody else has got to work on a Thursday. So. Yeah. 
I don't work on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, so. There you go. Um, I want to say this. Uh, Prodigy and I, we both saw Evil Dead Rise. But uh, yeah, I'm going to save my review for when he comes back because that movie was super wild and I need someone else to go through it with me because it was it was some it was an experience to say the least. <laughs> that was definitely an experience. It was I if you're a horror fan, you should definitely see Even Dead Rise, especially all you Dead Eye fans and, and, and Bruce Campbell fans. I, I know he's not in it, but the legacy of Evil Dead is alive and well in this film. So I highly recommend seeing it. Especially if you're skeptical or if you're complaining because Bruce Campbell's in it, this is definitely worth the watch. This is a well-made horror movie. I know it sounds weird, but it's definitely well-made. Um, there's been a lot actually really good horror recently. Um, Scream Six sounds it sounds weird, but it's actually pretty good. It's streaming. It started streaming uh, yesterday, so I, I recommend seeing that one too. If you saw Scream Five, see Scream Six. Both of them together, uh, I'd say do a double feature. They're pretty good together. Yeah. I've seen three, four, or five. <laughs> like a damn four was, was kind of weak. Five is like a five is like a imagine Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's what Scream Five pretty much is. It's like Scream: The Next Generation. Did they travel in time? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got the joke now. He's yeah, a, I know. He's a goddamn right? trekking now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm trying to summon my my David Chappelle. Fucking bring up Ochit. Oh yeah, otherwise well, governing David Chappelle, sir. Oh, David. I mean, yeah. Jesus not Christ. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Trying to protect him from the from the letter people. <laughs> I mean, we went we went hard in Picard because it's good, and I can't wait. I'm so hyped up on Star Trek. I need more. So in June, I'm definitely watching uh, Strange New Worlds because I, I like the series. I, I think they did, yeah. I did a good. They did a good job with um with Pike making him unique from the other captains that came before. So he has the, his own quirks, and he has a different way of commanding his starship. So I, I enjoy their take on him. The rest of his crew is like kind of weird because they have a they have a um, a genetically modified officer or the offspring of one or whatnot. And generally, they're not allowed in Starfleet. So I want to know what the fuck is going on with that chick. Mm. But what we'll see. I'm looking forward to season Wait, two. Who, and who was the the person that was kind of like non-binary was that in Discovery? Who had like the yeah, it's in Discovery. Yeah, Discovery okay. she had the non-binary, and she also had the non, she had the non-binary trill or the trans trill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like she that. like legit like non-binary. Like she didn't have any yeah, of the body parts. No, she's just she doesn't. <laughs> she she no body parts. Goddamn. No, she <laughs> she literally tells people how she had to identify her. And that's how she wants to be addressed in the show. I'm like, oh, okay. That's like, what's what is it called when you don't have any of the sex organs? Like androgynous? Munich. A Munich. Is that what it's called? A Munich. Isn't it <laughs> yeah, like, or a Munich is like a person who's been castrated. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, that's that's mutilation, isn't that? Isn't that what a Munich is? Like somebody who doesn't have either sex organs, or like they at least had one, they like chopped off. Uh, you mean a mannequin? Are you saying no? Not a mannequin. Are you saying eunuch or Munich? Munich, eunuch. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Munich. Munich is a city. A eunuch. A eunuch is somewhere that had like yeah they they've had their genitals removed, but oh, Munich yes, is, is definitely a city. 
That's how I was laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what the fuck? Uh, Buddha could be a term there. See, yeah, well. I would not call a non binary person a eunuch. Um, mm. No, like, not at all. They, there's, <laughs> you could have, like, all your genitals intact and still, like, still be non binary or even, like, an asexual person, like, mm-hmm. as in, like, not being attracted to people. It's like, yeah. Not want to procreate or whatever, whatever they call it, whatever, whatever. It's, it's. I just, go ahead. I think, like, if you, if you say non binary, that's like, you're not one or two, so you're zero, so you don't have zero of the, zero you're, one or two. So. You could still have the things, but also not want to use those things on somebody else. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. Like it's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like we're slightly outside of that generation of of, of mindset of like the non-binary, you know, different genders, all that shit. Like we're we're generally speaking, like sort of outside of that understanding. But we can get there. Like I'm I'm trying to be there at this point. Because uh, people are different. Like, I think we've all met people that from... I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, me and Blue, we went to a fucking... A, a gay bar back in, like, fucking... Hey, man, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta use this word correctly. <laughs> we didn't go to a, a, a gay bar that where you could be fucking. We went to a gay bar for drinks. <laughs> what the hell? We <laughs> he went to a fucking gay bar. I didn't, say, I didn't say gay bar for fucking. I said we went to a fucking gay bar. Anyway. We we had an enjoy like we were there with another person who was a fe- yeah. was female, and you know cis female is female yeah <laughs> is female yeah and we had a lot of uh, it, well yeah blues experience is a little bit different from mine because he had to listen to some <laughs> stuff but um, we still had uh, a generally good time there and it was just it, it's just funny looking back on like that experience and like seeing all like the vitriol happening even like when i when i when i tell the story about going to that bar i always tell the story about like how i was like trying to piss because like the the door to the to the toilet was like broken and i tell the story of like how i would like how i pushed my like my back foot against the door and i would pee like in a power ranger stance as if like i was honestly worried about being raped in a bathroom yeah exactly same here but that was like not the vibe like at all like in this place, like I, I had literally zero concern about being raped in a bathroom in a gay bar. So it's just like, I, it's like things like that where like you go back and think about it, and it's just like people. That that's back then, it was like they were vili- they were kind of vilified to me of like those sorts mm-hmm. of people, and like now thinking about it, it's like they're not, they're just people, you know. Hmm. I'm yeah. trying to look at like, 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 like my Louisiana story. Like, yeah, like it was the gay bar I went to, but like everybody was there it was chill as fuck. They knew I was straight. Nobody was like trying to hit on me. But, I mean, I got a comment. Sounds like a dude, which is true. But then again, but then how does it make you bar? feel? No. It makes you feel fucking dope. It makes right? feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody's fucking been like nobody's. I don't know. It, it it was a good time. I had a good time. So that gay bar, that the gay bar we went to, that was. I mean, one one of my favorite stories about going to a bar is talking about like going to that gay bar in, in Playo 
and the one in Louisiana. The stories that are attached to them yeah. are fucking great. Like they're they're memories I can like pass on to generation. Like I want my kid to tell other my my grandkid about it and stuff like that. <laughs> I want to I want to be on a Frenta or what is it called? Uh, oh, shit, I'm all fucking up. Shit from Coco. Ofrenda, yeah, I'm gonna be on Ofrenda. Like, oh, this is when you're dead. Uh, it's all like a little uh, a post-it note. He went to a gay bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are reading about or talking about gay bars, and I'm reading about Unix. Apparently, this this has been a practice for from the second years. Century. Oh yeah, super long time. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like and I'm reading their functions, and one of these doesn't make sense. One of them is their their functions range from being a clandestine operator or for espionage or a concubine or a sexual partner or their guardians of women or harem servant guardians so make sense makes, but the sexual that makes thing. sense i mean if you cut your nuts off that means you cut your nuts and dick off then you ain't having sex with the sultan's harem servants so. yeah i just it, i just recently um not recently like over time but especially recently i'm like really noticing like these like steps of like vilification and like almost genocidal tendencies towards the LGBT, you know, Q plus whatever community that I'm like reading about and seeing in the news. And it's like, I don't understand like why people are so angry about these people. Like, unless you are like, attracted to or I don't know like I, I, I I'm really I'm kind of exasperated about this but that's like they're trying to make it seem like this whole group of people are like trying to rape kids and it's just like but meanwhile you have like literally these whole church communities that are proven to hide literal fucking pedophiles and you just give them a pass and like I, I haven't seen like crackdowns on like trans or you know drag queens or you know any of these things i don't i don't see any of these like where are all the rapes coming from like like i don't see any of that shit happening to children from this group of people and they're being vilified for it i just i don't i don't get it and it's making me more and more angry over the days you know as a straight dude because I see these same types of things that happen with, like, you know, black people and Jews. Like, they use these same crazy-ass fucking excuses on, like, why we should, you know, make laws against them and all this shit. And it's just like, I'm I'm kind of putting my fucking foot down on this shit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. And I think that the if a friend of mine happens to, like, even mention some shit like that to me at this point in time... Like we're not good until you um, have a different opinion on this. And if you're a listener, I guess we're not good. If you think about that like that, so I'll say it like that. I'll, I don't think we're gonna lose listeners for that because, like, you've heard me and us for the past long time and. I'm just I I see the direction things are going and it's it's not good for those for those people that are obviously not me but at the same time like we've seen how these things go and it's not in a good place and 
I wish that people would just fucking stop and seeing us people. And if, like, and if some of them, some of them happen to do like horrific shit, then yeah, definitely they should, they belong, you know, they should be held accountable. But I don't, I don't see that. And, and like nobody see like the, the, the data is not the on your side. Sorry, I, I have to apologize, but I was not listening to any in awe and all of these units <laughs> across wait you can't hear me but not you're breaking, you breaking up for a second yeah i'm looking at units that were in service throughout the globe for centuries and looks like there's pictures of some of these people they were like that's human. what you looked up bro you looked up eunuchs can I see where the dicks were not? Coming? No, no, no. They don't show what their bitch looked like. Oh, okay. So Are you sure? The majority, the majority of their role was to take care of the, the royal family because they were seen as more docile and not as threatening because they, they had no cock and balls. And they show they show a picture of a black eunuch of the Ottomans to the Ottoman Sultan as he attended the the Sultan. From, uh, at the Imperial Palace in 1912, so he they oversaw the harem girls pretty much, but these people are, are in like ceremonial garbs. This is they, like, I can't, they refer to the black remember. the black eunuchs in particular in the Ottoman Empire. Well, of course There's they will, because they'll, they'll want to make it seem like it's like some voluntary shit. Like, you know, because, you know, because it's the whole like, you know. Oh, no, it wasn't. I mean, I don't know if it was voluntary, but they definitely were slaves. Yeah, but they, they, you know, say even what you said, like a, a black eunuch, like you didn't say a black eunuch slave because they probably didn't even mention it. It's just... No, it's mentioned that they're slaves since right. their fair portion of male slaves were imported as eunuchs. Well, then they shouldn't Is even it... like consider them eunuchs. They should consider them as slaves that had their genitals literally removed against their will. Mutinated because... and mutilated. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you bring it up because, like, I can't remember what movie it was well, the first time I heard, like, even the phrase or the term Munich. It was, it was like a comedy, like, type movie. And, like, the whole purpose or the whole purpose of him being, I guess, castrated or having the general removed was so that he would be more, like, uh, not obedient, but more, like, th- he wasn't less, a threat. Like, he wasn't going to, like, sleep with the women. Yeah, he wouldn't sleep with, like, the women or such and such. That's the whole but reason he still why. had, like, in each of these countries, Korea, Vietnam, China, these people, these men, it's specifically men, had their genders re- removed so they were less threatening to the royal family. They wouldn't rape the daughters or sons. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? There's these huge passages about these eunuchs. A lot of them re- were like considered very regal, I guess. It's very strange. Very strange to me. What? But it's a practice that's been gone on for centuries, even up until the 1900s. Very strange. Anyway, it's not would a robot be considered a eunuch? It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, cut your dick and balls off. You <laughs> say prodigy? That's good name. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who said prodigy? Is prodigy a eunuch? That's the name of this podcast. Since he's oh, not on this. <laughs> since he <laughs> is not on <laughs> this. Damn. <laughs> oh, 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 my stomach hurt. <laughs> so, 
IG has no dick and balls. For those of you who don't know, his dick and balls have been removed. Or at least his balls are gone. He's been neutered. It's been donated Therefore, to he... Dankness. Uh, <laughs> for the cause. Yeah. He knows what's up. Damn. So but you know what's not, not up? Eunuch. His dick, because he's a eunuch. I'm just Damn, kidding. He's not he's an actual eunuch. eunuch. <laughs> he, he just had I'll, a I'll, I'll, <laughs> Oh, I can't breathe. Oh. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be this episode because she's oh, gonna be fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh that's too good. Now I have to make sure that I'm spelling yeah. unit correctly for the name I of the podcast. It's E U N U C H I thought it was an E. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that fucking yeah, all E U N U C H. E U N U C H Holy yeah. shit, is that really how you God damn all right, I fucking mutilated. <laughs> So I, I guess I, I so seriously was serious when, like uh, I, I was spelling I U I N Q U E. I was like, so the, I put a Q somewhere in there. I'm just, just yeah. Saying. So the the so when you put a Q, it makes it sound like unique. Yeah, so it's like, not I was kidding about the Q. So, <laughs> I guess the so the urban term unique is U N U N I C. That's how I because goddamn, I'm fucking urban because you know I'm black. That's what it means to be urban is. Is black. Uh, I'm talking about Urban Dictionary, but also mean. urban means means black. So you can <laughs> <laughs> you can put both put both spellings in it. Fuck it. You could you could have put out a gun to my head and be like spell unique, and I'm like <laughs> yeah, how did you fucking U-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. There's it a there's even, a thing going around. Even the the way that it's spelled is not <laughs> like E U. N U C H, like that's like a, that's an old timey word. It is because it's not so the think, way that we use normal like so letters think, and think words much. in English. So think of the word euphoria. How do you spell euphoria? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. also, yeah, it's old timey word. Well, I was gonna say like if you think of like French, like to, to say we, oui, like it's not spelled like W I or W E. It's O U I. Like when I when I learned that, I was like. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, There's no way. In French? Yeah. French is O-U-I. Well, that's French, so that's another language. Can't really blame them for that, but... Oh, okay. That so, eunuch is Greek. Because mm. it goes to mm. Greek to Latin. That's why it sounds... Okay, so I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> but it's also like... I guess with other French words, like like depot, Ra- like, like oh, Depot, for example. Rendezvous is French. Or, or yeah. Chardonnay. Like Chardonnay? there's a T at the Char- end, but Chardonnay? it's the shit's it's Chardonnay? Yeah, it's Chardonnay it ends with a T, right? Yeah, no. Chardonnay does. Does it? Yeah, Chardonnay ends with a T. Yeah. With French oh, no, words, I'm sorry. Like, Chardonnay ends with Chateau. Not Chateau. That's Chateau, that's what it is. Or Cabernet. Oh, Cabernet ends yeah, with a T. Yeah. We're going to go through all the show. It's like, what's going on here? We're going back to Star Trek wines. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Should we wrap it? Because we're we we're... probably should. Because we're we're devolving. <laughs> so, oh, Ninja, what you got populating, crackling this weekend? I'm gonna start with you because I know Chrono's got uh, a story. Oh god. Oh well, <laughs> I, well I tell I, my story though. I don't know. Yeah. I'm well. I'm not a eunuch. I still have my cock and balls, but they're kind Are of. Are you sweating. sure though? <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're kind of sweating right now. I gotta adjust myself. So. Uh, I want to start off with happy birthday to Blue. So you're going to be one year older than you were last year, pretty soon. Like More literally, days. Literally in days, yeah. So uh, hopefully super drunk for you, Blue, doesn't ruin anything for you. Just drunk Blue comes he out. He should ruin everything. Oh, God, Dave. 
But uh, uh, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> but God, yeah, no. I'm. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be chilling this weekend because uh, I'm probably going to be traveling. Not traveling, but I'm gonna have more free time in the next month. So I'm going to take this last kind of hurrah as like uh, a cool down thing. There's a lot of people, a lot of close people to me. Their birthdays are weekend this weekend, including Blue. So um, I'm going to be uh, I talked to Stitch earlier today. We were playing Modern Warfare 2, started a new fucking mode. Uh, oh, Plunder, shit. which is Stitch's favorite fucking mode. Probably going to be playing that with him and probably Prodigy when if he ever gets his nuts reattached. Probably not. Um <laughs> Uh, I got Resident Evil 4 because I beat Resident Evil 3. And, oh, Jedi Survivor is out, uh, I think, either tomorrow, maybe early tomorrow, because some people already have it, and, or Friday. I'm going to get it this weekend. I'm going to be balls deep in some Star Wars fucking Jedi Survivor. I will be twitching it out. Hold <laughs> yeah, you can't be balls deep as a eunuch. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the eunuch. That's Prodigy. He ain't here right now because he's looking at uh, ball reattachment consultation. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna be like that. He's gonna be like that guy from Wild Wild West with Will Smith, the guy who got it, like the bottom oh, half chopped off. Body. Yeah, yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, I didn't plan on going in. Yeah, I'm not leaving anywhere until like the following week. But yeah, that's probably about it for me. Um, for myself, um, my birthday this weekend. So the students and I and the little guy, we're going out of town. For uh, from birthday, we're going to some some place fucking random. Like this is some place that you never like. Why the fuck are you going there? But uh, we're going to Eureka, California. Oh, I was gonna say Utah. Which is like, oh, you're uh, going to hella far. <laughs> we're, yeah, you're going to Bear Country. I don't, I don't know why, but I've always wanted to go there. I think I think mm. it's mainly because like I love the show. Like, there's a show called Eureka where like, <laughs> hey, um, or no, the one on. I don't know. Is that the yeah. supernatural show? Yeah. Not supernatural. <laughs> it's like it's like super sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. And you're We're trying like to go here because they're like a bunch of Bruh. smart scientist people. Blah blah blah. Uh, but yeah, scary. like there's one really cool thing. They have a zoo there that has like uh, a bunch of like redwood trees, and they have like a like a plot. Like I can't what's called. They have like a scaffolding where you can like walk between the trees, but it's like up very high. So I'm excited about that. You know, I'm taking a little safety with us. Um, lost. Lost Coast breweries out there too, so I'm yeah, hoping to I check that, that out. Yeah, so I'm definitely checking that out. Check yeah, it out, the, like different kind. Of, I just drink the uh, Brother Theolonius. Okay, one of the best beers. It's a Belgian. Probably go there for like on my birthday for lunch. Uh, but yeah, just I just want to try something different. Like usually when in here in California, like you usually go down south, like L.A. and stuff like that. I like that. Let's go a little bit north. I mean, there's like there's like Tahoe, but that's more kind of north. East areas, and I just kind of want to. I just wanted to see something different. Plus, I've seen pictures of like of that area. There's like uh, something called like the Great, the Great, not the. Great, I think it's called the Great Highway. Where basically, like, you just drive through redwood areas, but there's like certain areas where you actually like drive through the trees and shit like that. I'm like, yo, I want to check that out. That seems pretty fucking dope. It is dope. We, me and uh, Kate have done it. Yeah, I think I guys did it like for one year anniversary. Like, I yeah. went somewhere. Yeah, I guess, trees. Nice yeah. hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Like, Sebi's little bash is just constantly fucking growing, talking like the words you say is like, God damn, it's, it's ridiculous. But I don't know. It's it's all cool. I'm really excited about my birthday. But um, Kronos, I know you, I, I saved you for last. I didn't skip over you. I saved you for last. I know you got some stuff happening. But uh, what's you got populating until next episode? Yeah, so hopefully the next episode will 
happen soon. I, I can't say when it'll be because obviously, like when we do podcasts, it's recorded on my computer. Um, but the next week will be difficult at best for for me to record. I'm gonna try to get something out there, and if things go wrong, I don't know what's gonna happen with the podcast. So, uh, but I'll try to keep it going. So hopefully things will go okay on 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 Friday. I'm I'm really hoping for that. Uh, I would like to thank everybody for you know supporting the podcast, watching. Uh, thank you, uh, Mahi Hyblard, once again for a super chat earlier. Appreciate yes. it. And uh, thanks to everybody else, you know, that's on the podcast. You know, Blue Prodigy, Old Ninja, uh, Stitch when he is on occasionally now, I guess. <laughs> For uh, for doing this, uh, I, we talked about doing this like a long time ago. We kept it going for like a number of years, and hopefully, we will be able to do this for a number of years more. Uh, but yeah, I'm just uh, going through a lot right now, just trying to get through it. So hopefully, next week you'll see me again, and it'll be okay. And I'll be able to talk about some of it uh, next week or after that, maybe hopefully. So yeah, that's all I got. All right, all right. Only with those words, can you take us out of here? Yeah, make it so. All right, you just experienced Black in the Black Times Infinity. Z, Infinity. Take this podcast on the airwaves or on the interwebs. Check us out anywhere and everything, everywhere with B the Media. B T H A N B T I. Anywhere and everywhere. What the fuck? You're drunk already, Blue. Drunk Blue's coming Man, out. Right. Uh, you can email us at uh, bthmbti at gmail.com. We have a Discord on there. It's getting a lot of activity on there Most more more recently. Uh, let us know if you want to join. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproduction.com, forward slash bthmbti, uh, every Wednesday, 8.30 Pacific time. Specific time. Go, yeah, specific time. We go live-ish. You know, you know, non unique time. <laughs> non unique time. <laughs> uh, full balls out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're on mostly everything That's social. I'll like, set a balls deep. <laughs> Damn. Balls out, side your body. Balls, yeah. <laughs> balls out. Wax on, balls off. Balls gone. <laughs> there you go. All right. I guess we're also good. Logo. Diddly, 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 diddly. Oh, yeah, I'm probably.